Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself Greeno and I'm joined by a man who decided to show up 15 minutes late for this show because didn't want to miss a second of the women's state of origin. My co-captain Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, assholes around the world. Uh, BE's on the desk with us tonight. Good evening to you too. Yeah, the women's um, state of origin, I... I was in like a momentary state of shock because I took my five minute drive down to the local shop screen this afternoon. Mm. It's going to be just a very, very quick little. I like stories about pinatas. And uh, I'm, I'm taking my five minute drive and this is where I pick up the daily news. I throw it on the most kind of rambunctious talk back station we have here in this city, which is very well known. And it's one of the biggest radio stations in the country. And I throw it on that and I just give it five minutes around news time. And that's when you get the good stuff. You know what I mean? Juicy bits. Juicy bits, Greeno. And, you know, someone was like, well, we're very much looking forward to the state of origin tonight. And I went, state of origin tonight? And I'm like, really? And they're like, yes, of course, the women's state of origin tonight, the men's state of origin on Sunday night. And then I thought, well, that's a bit funny to say it that way. But then I thought... Nice Gary to the women. Nice Gary! Because they're getting the Friday night under lights blockbuster. <laughs> the men yeah. are relegated to kind of Sunday night. Sunday night's Sunday your night busy shit show. That's right. You're yeah. doing laundry, you're cooking a roast. I don't care about the footy. Fuck the footy. Who cares? Done by the end of the weekend. It's post 6pm. It's like, no, no, that's that's no longer footy time. Yeah. It's time that bad boy kicks off. We're talking 8.30. i got work on Monday. Fuck that. <laughs> God, it's a school night, guys. I'm sorry. That, I tell you, could we give a, like, you know nothing about footy. Footy, I know yeah. nothing about television program. Yeah. We really want to drum up the ratings yeah. for this uh, this women's state of origin. Do we? I don't know. Do Thursday, we? <laughs> Thursday night footy. Thursday night footy. Nice, Gary. <laughs> Where is that? Hey, it might get close to the fucking you know miniature train show or whatever the no, fuck beat it last we'll time. Knock, they'll be banging the door on the arse of goggle box. I guarantee it. <laughs> um, Not if it's I, your turn to bet this week on the Thursday night footy. You always watch the sport when you got the money on it. <laughs> oh, 100%. No, and we're doubling them down. Um, uh, quick uh, quick story time. If I like boys, stories about pinatas. Now, it's uh, been a big week for Greeno. I've effectively uh, – I'm run down. I'm a bit battered. Mm, bit, uh, not, not feeling it tonight. Mm. Uh, got no energy. Been a big week. I've done four people's job this week, mm. uh, basically a lot of people away. And for some reason – Was being was being a moaning woman one of the jobs or did you just pick them. that up on Doing the side? Well. Yeah. well, I picked <laughs> that up. Very well now, uh, that's, just, that's a free extra. You can keep that. <laughs> now – um, what I, I was wondering, I'm like, why am I getting these calls? This is ridiculous. Like, I'm just bombarded. I can't get any work done. Why are all these fucking people calling me that I never speak to? This is unreal. Yeah. I realized every single person in my team, because I got a bunch of team members off, had me as their out of office. Oh, nice, Gary. So, oh, so Gary. all the calls and all the work that these fuckers normally do mm. has now ended up on Greeno's desk. Funneling when in. it really shouldn't have ended up on Greeno's desk. Oh. Uh, so I've taken a very firm stance with these people that are calling me by providing as little service as possible so they <laughs> never call me back again. I don't want them getting this bad assumption just because Patricia's away that yeah. fucking no, no, filling Greeno, in. Yeah. Greeno's going to take care of me. They're going to be like, well, fuck it. We'll just wait for Patricia to take a two-month-long service leave hmm. and we'll deal with her then hmm. uh, instead of <laughs> dealing with this fuck. The, the thing is that Patricia can't get cranky about it either. She's like, why didn't you do that while I was away, Greeno? Of course, got my own mm. fucking job to do. Like, well, the thing was, but Patricia did mention to me, she's like, in, in like, you're very, like, Patricia's literally one of the, think of the sweetest lady you've ever worked with in your office. Mm. 
It's just like no one can hate her. She never does a bad thing. She's the kind of person who will do a good job and apologize because she did a good job. Yep. Like doesn't want to make anyone feel bad. She's literally the, making you look bad. The sweetest <laughs> person job. I ever met. And she's like, oh, do you mind if I put my out of like I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Like it's my job, blah, blah, blah. Like, not realizing that I had a bunch of other people on leave simultaneously. That I didn't approve. Now you're like, Patricia, you fucking bitch. Fuck no, this what, shit. What I didn't realize is how good a worker Patricia is because Patricia gets fucking 400 calls a day but still meets all her other targets. And I'm like, how are you getting your work done with all these interruptions? This is ridiculous. Nice, Gary. Now, I'm so it's a raise for Patricia. Well done, Patricia. I hope you're Pat. tuning she's, in she's, tonight. Yeah. Yep. She's oh, she loves the show. Loves the uh, show. Big fan. <laughs> Patricia. Patricia. She's yeah, everybody. She's. She's actually visiting her family in Malaysia. So if Pat is listening to the show, yeah. which she's not, because hmm. fucking who would? We're uh, big in Malaysia. We're big in Malaysia. She's, she's got a poster of you up on her wall. Her family has a poster of you up mm. on, the, on their wall in Malaysia. Great. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> so that that in itself has, has had me run down. Yeah. Uh, it was the wife's birthday uh, last weekend. Well, that's always Monday. exhausting because you got to get up and pretend you love them. So the well, that's you know, well, it's not just that. It's it's yeah, you got to be on best behavior. I had a shit day Monday, but it was the wife's birthday, so I sucked it up. Put on happy faces, like cakes, happy birthday, hippie parade, cakes, all that kind of stuff. Cakes. So was there more than one cake here, or uh, well, how many cakes did you make? There was multiple. Well, there was two cakes on the Saturday, and then what? there was cakes on the Monday the for the actual birthday. Uh, I didn't make the cakes, but I had to go get them, which was frustrating. Okay, a lot of different uh, cakes. You're you're then, a family of cake eaters, though, aren't you? The greens. Well, no, I, I don't yeah, come with I the food. The because um, it was short notice, right? You you were going out to buy. I think it was at party pies and things like that. We're no, mate. Mm-hmm. No, that's what Damo said. Was, was that's, yeah, that's yeah. what you should bread. serve up based I, on the amount of notice yeah. you were given. I'm no, berry bread and little boys. Yeah. <laughs> I end up uh, making a uh, sp- uh, spicy sausage uh, and rosemary pasta in, in the end. Uh, bit of slow slow cook and whatnot. Oh, it nice. was the first time I you ever. Damon, I remember, remember we came to your house mm-hmm. and you were you were asking uh, the lovely lady Boogs, where's my big pan, the big deep dish yes. that you needed, right? Yeah. And and I had one of those bad boys, so I had to crank it out because I was literally serving 14 people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need to create a dish for 14 individuals yep. in one big pot. Yeah, and it can't be. And, and the thing is, like, it's not my chili pot because I have a chili pot, which is a certain dimension. Mm-hmm. And like it's not just about volume, guys. It's about the way that the volume is spread out as well. Yeah. So there's I have my chili pot, which is like a certain diameter, which I use yeah. for slow, fucking methodical, just deep heat, right? Mm-hmm. But then for other things, you want like your little a, a wider pot, which is the same volume but just covers more area, so you can yeah, because you need to fry. Off. That's what exactly. I had to do with this one. I had to do a double thing. I had to do had yes. to do the, the fry off of the sausage, the garlic, the onion, and then you sauce the, it up in there. Yeah, the, the, no, the roux, like the, the roux, the the uh, carrot, celery. Uh, whatever fucking else goes in there. There was a bunch of shit. I had to fry off, but then I had to transition that to the big pan to then add the sauce mm. to then do the simmer down uh, to then get the right consistency before I then did the pasta. Nice uh, this is a very long-winded way to answer your question, B.E. of how did the dinner go. Uh, was, there a, was there a wok involved? There was no woks, no. We, we were wokless, uh, mainly because like, my Woks are strictly stir-fry, in my opinion. Strictly? Uh, strictly. Like, there's no other reason. I'm just saying there's no other reason to fucking use one, or well, at least I don't. Well, have I do one. a nice seafood um, carbonara um, marinade. Does it have to be in a wok, though? 
Like, couldn't you do that <laughs> in a pan? It doesn't have to be, no, but I think the, the volume of it doesn't have to be. You're right. But My theory is if, if you're cooking stir out fry, of though, it has to be in a wok because it's got a flash fry in a couple of seconds. That's why you use a wok to just go – and then get the fuck out of there, you know? And it's got to be big and fucking get really, 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 really hot. Yeah, but that's there's more than a stir-fry. My rule is if I'm cooking out of an Asian cookbook, the yeah. wok's got to be involved. Yeah. If I'm using, Just because you're if, cooking out of an Asian cookbook, though. Like, it's like I'm going to sub the wok that, in. Sub the wok in. Uh, you re- you realise yeah. that... You realise this yeah. needs an oven. Fuck it. We're doing it in the wok. It's, it's out of the Asian cookbook. Yeah. Oh, if racist. it comes out of the Asian cookbook, do you have to you know use the correct utensils as well? We Fuck, I know chopsticks? we do. We've got chopsticks. Yeah. Uh, we've got Fuck other. That. That's actually the only Asian utensil, I think. Chopsticks. No, what about cooking <laughs> utensils? So do you cook with the chopsticks as well, do you? <laughs> uh, no, because you're allowed to use the, the Chinese flat spatulas. The flat spatula. Nice, Gary. Nice, mm. Gary. Little steel ones yeah. that mum and dad used to have. Yeah. Uh, Back to the point. So, yeah, got back to got, – got the dinner done. No, so, fuck so- it. Let's carry on with MasterChef, uh, the fan show. <laughs> We're going to be rebranding next week, and it's just going to be a Master Fe- MasterChef fan show. This is absolutely – you know, just to add to the spice, hmm. Manus is Oh, out. did you see oh, what he did there, right? Hey? Well done. No run. No run. <laughs> um, so managed to, managed to serve up enough pasta. Now, here's the thing, right? This is a story time. And this is not part of the story. I'm going to tell I like part stories of the story. about pinatas. So I was under the impression my sister-in-law is gluten-free. So I'm like, look. I'm, All this time. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not a dick about that. I'm like, look, if someone, if someone it's going to make someone sick and not enjoy the meal, fuck it. Like, I don't mind putting on an extra pot. Well, I wouldn't sure poison. I- you're right. I wouldn't poison my dinner guests either, Greeno. Yeah, so nice, exactly. Gary, for nice being normal. Gary. Some people are like, nah, fuck them. Like, so, like, I, I got to, like, I get some almond milk because I know, like, that's going to have an impact. Uh, and then I'm like, I'll get some gluten free pasta. Cook so within your like, boundaries and see what you can that's do. That's it. Like, yeah. it, was just, it was just about being reasonable and making sure I'm a hospitable host. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, Get the, I, got, I got fucking pots Party and dough pies. everywhere. I got the sauce. I got, I got, I got the massive pot to serve thirteen people worth of pasta, nice. and then I've got a separate pot to serve one person's worth of pasta. Mm. So I thought, what I'll do is I'll get all the. Oh, and then it turns out one of the kids doesn't like the sauce, so then I had to do a separate pot <laughs> to do a cheesy pasta for, for, for one of the kids. Which once again is fine because I want to be a hospitable host. I got to take care of my nieces and nephews. Like you got to make sure I'm not going to serve them shit they're not going to eat. It's oh, all good, man. man. We'll Look, I'm the kind of, of uncle. I'm the kind of uncle that throws my nieces and nephews a bag of fucking salt and vinegar chips and go, "Here, you go sit out the back. Hello. Go sit out the back with the dogs and play with them for a while." Right? <laughs> You'll be all right. So I got all these gone. So I got four. I got four pans gone. Get that, get that done. Get the big fucking pot. It's got 13 people's worth of pasta, all kind of mixed up. Good to go. Got enough. Bit of, I put a bit of side sauce to do the gluten-free pasta side separately sauce. to make sure that, that, you know, there's no mix. Just in case. I don't know, like, how intolerant. We've got to fucking make sure we're all good there. Get that. Do the, the niece, niece's pasta. Get the cheese. Get a little bit, of, little bit of butter, a little bit of salt, pepper. Get that nice and going good. Serve her up. She's all good. Get everyone else served. And I, so the um, sister-in-law comes in and she's like, oh, which, which, Bowl's mine. And I'm like, oh, I've got your special pasta. It's, it's almost finished. It's just not quite out of dente because it takes a little bit longer. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't need no special pasta. I'm like, no, no, I've got the gluten-free stuff for you. She's like, I'm not gluten-free. 
Nice. I mean, look, look. I saw it. I saw it coming. I saw it coming from a mile away, but it still hurt. It still hurt when it got there. You know, like. So, so I'm like, why did I think you were going free? And I turned to my wife, and I'm like, you told me your sister was gluten free. She's know? like, she, she's like, she is. And I'm like, what? No, she, no, she just told me she's not. <laughs> So then my sister Well, see, now, now, can I just interrupt like the story I like stories about pinatas. And we'll do one of these. Now, I just want to get you off the hook here on this one because in your defence, Greeno, you were acting purely on the information that you had been provided. And Correct. So, therefore, this is not on you. you can, you're only as good as the fucking info you get. Spot on, mate. And there's nothing you can do about it. So this is this one's actually on her, I'm afraid. Sorry. <laughs> so my sister-in-law, the sweetheart that she is, realized that I've put a separate thing on. So she's like, oh, no, I'll eat it. And I'm like, but doesn't it taste worse? She's like, no, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. And I'm like, well, fucking now I feel bad because yeah. now I've served you some dump shit fucking gluten-free pasta. Yeah. Everyone, else got, everyone else is getting the nice delicious stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because she, she felt bad because <laughs> I made the separate pasta. Completely not her fault. She was lovely. She ate the pasta. Like, oh, that was still delicious. I'm like, I know you're lying. It's fine. Oh, like, imagine imagine <laughs> enjoying that meal, though, but feeling guilty about it now because you're like this fucking guy. Look, here's – I want to – I want to – inject something into your subconscious now, Greeno. Yeah. The thing is, because she knows you went to all that extra effort for specifically no fucking reason whatsoever, and because you were under the misconception that she is Mm gluten-free, there's no way on earth she's going to say to you, look, you know, the pasta was a little dry. (laughs) She's never going to... A little bit over. (laughs) A little over. It's a little... It's you know what it was a little too spicy for me. She's like it's you know what it's she's gonna tell you that that was the best fucking pasta. Best she's meal she had, hundred percent because she's a good egg. No, hundred percent right. And she did, and I, I took it. And she did. <laughs> I took it. I'm like, yeah. So so that plays into the fact I'm doing four people's work. I'm cooking uh, triple triple meals for the wife's birthday. I'm doing double stuff. I'm then doing meals for the actual birthday. Yeah. I make sure the house is all spotless because you don't want the wife to do any housework on on a birthday. Yeah. Well, that. I just say, look, don't worry about those dishes, babe. Do it tomorrow. You can fucking yeah. do it tomorrow. Spot on. So, and then we had uh, we had plumbers coming out yesterday to install a new hot water tank, mm. which but then uh, we get this continuous one that's like plugged into electricity, so we need to get an electrician out. So it meant that my power was going to be out during the day, and because I work from home and I had too much work to do, started work like two and a half hours earlier than I needed to Oh, hang on, hang on, hang I on. I like stories on. about pinatas. Now we need to, you know, address this because mm-hmm. this is a very rare occasion that it must have been bad. What I'm trying to express to the audience here is it must have been really bad because Greeno has spent the last fucking 20 years telling me that, hey, Unless it's paid for, and it's a fair point, unless they're paying me, I'm not doing one fucking minute over. Like, I'll work hard in the hours that you I'm employed and contracted to work in, but at 5 p.m., it doesn't matter what's going on. Nukes could be dropping on the office, man. I'm logging off. See you later. And well, here's now, the thing. My, my two and a half is, hours I'm, early I'm, every day, it's like, ooh, or was it just one? One, one day? No, it was two, just one day. Okay. No, and, and hear me out. I didn't give them a second more than they needed because okay. the reason I logged in that early is because I thought my power was going to be out for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. So I was like, look, I mean, I have no power for two and a half hours. Fuck it. Like, I'll, I'll do the right thing because I didn't want to use leave. I'm like, I'll just... 
I, I had too much work to do anyway. I log in like super early, crack a dawn, no sleep. I can just get into it, get the work done. And then when the power cuts out for a couple of hours, because I was told it'll be a couple of hours with no power, hmm. I'll just fucking loiter around the house, do some other shit around here. Hopefully it's I'll only 10 minutes and I can watch Foxtel for a couple of hours or watch some sport or something and then go back well, to work. Well, what happens? The electrician arrives because the the plumber did their story work. Time. The ele- I like the stories this is, about this is one story time in a story time. Uh, I know we'll get to the rundown eventually, but you, you know how this show works, mate. Like, yeah, apologies. Before, I know yeah. it's not a special guest anymore. It's a regular guest now, and nobody cares. I, I sent you a rundown. We've been on twenty five minutes, and we haven't got to segment one yet. Ah, that's all right, mate. There's plenty going on. Yeah, mate. <laughs> so yeah, mate. Make sure you take a look at the rundown so you know where we're going and everything, <laughs> if you don't mind. And we throw it out. We haven't started yet. Anyway, okay, this is still pre-show. So plumber, plumber gets it, then the electrician comes. So I'm like, oh, I said, mate, when are you going to be able to turn the power off? He's like, yeah, mate, uh, surely I'll let you know. So I'm like, no, no, I'll just log off because I don't want to lose all the work I've got. I don't exactly. want the power to suddenly going off and I fucking lose a report that I've been working on for hours. So log all off, message my team, going, power's out. Uh, I'll be back online shortly. I'll let you know. So in there, and then I'm sitting there and my son's watching TV. And an hour goes past and the TV's still going. And I've just been <laughs> fucking around the house. And then maybe an hour and a half goes past and then, like, the power cuts off for literally yeah. 30 seconds. And the TV comes back on. I'm like, oh, maybe they're about to do the stuff now. And then the electrician knocks on my door and he's like, yeah, mate, uh, we're all done. Uh, it's all working now. Um, we'll, we'll see you. And I'm like, Wait, that brilliant. was it. That's fantastic. So Grino yeah. hauls his ass up two and a half hours early to fucking – to make sure that I'm doing the right thing, doing my hours, doing the bare minimum, as yeah. little as I can do, just enough to make sure I'm earning my paycheck, only for the power to have only been out for 30 seconds. Greeno, I want to just highlight a couple of things to you. Two things that I, I drew out of that story time. Mm-hmm. Number one is you're the first person I've ever heard in the world to ever complain about not getting an extended blackout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> first time that's ever happened. <laughs> Second, the second one is you've you've opened my eyes to you know a potential you know because we always look for opportunity on this show, Greeno. We're very mm-hmm. positive, we're progressive, we're very you know united and harmonious and everything. So yeah. I was thinking, well, we all know where the energy crisis is going, the fuel crisis. We're now we're now here in uh, you know if you're listening from the states in our state. New South Wales, they're talking about now, look, there's going to be some rolling blackouts, but there's nothing Roll we blackouts. can do about it, yeah. okay? We're just, gonna have to, we're just going to have to shut the power off. You know, I, I I have a friend who backpacked in a country where they used to shut the power off. They yeah. weren't paying $6,000 a month in rent, you know, where, yeah. in that place <laughs> where they used to shut the power off. And often yeah. people... Oh, we got Vivid, though. Vivid yeah. will continue, though. Well, often people were shitting in the streets there, too. I mean, you know, so it's a different part of the it world. It's a bit happening. Yeah, so... But in the future where there are rolling blackouts, Greeno, and the government comes out and says, look, we're going to be turning the power off for three hours on Friday afternoon just because we're all in this together, guys. Right? Yeah, we're going to chip in. But just think about it. It gives you a great opportunity with remote working to just shirk more responsibility. And isn't that the main know, thing? Because we can just when, be like, look, I'm sorry, guys, local uh, fucking blackout where I am. Government, you know how these out. things yeah. are. Yeah. Nice. Speak to the government. It's going to be like, where the fuck do you live, Greeno? It seems like you're blacked out for all but all but two hours a day. It's like, yeah, well, you know, the power crisis, things are tough at the moment. Got to get the Jenny yeah. filled with Ds, you know, and diesel's hard to come by. <laughs> and that price. Yeah, not, at this, not in this economy, I'll tell you. Well, uh, not unless you give me a fucking pay raise. <laughs>
Yeah. Ah, where's the other thing? It even gave you more time to catch up on all the emails that got diverted to. Yeah. No, it didn't. Because you I need to divert computer. them back when you're <laughs> offline. Send them back yeah. to the original so person. <laughs> like, if I'm out of office, please contact Patricia. <laughs> you should put your out of office back to Patricia, and it just be yeah. like a vicious circle. I'm do. Uh, well, no, the annoying thing was, I logged back on, I had like 17 missed calls, fucking 41 emails. I'm like, well, this didn't yeah. work out in my favour. But this, you make a fucking good point about the uh, that excuse, though, Damo, mm. because when the electrician come out, I don't like paying for double service calls, right? So I'm like, mate, while you're here, got a couple of other jobs I wouldn't mind you doing. Have you got the time? And he's like, nah, mate, like we are fucking booked solid today. So I'm like, well, fuck, now I've got to get the guy back out, Mm. which means in two weeks' time I've got to do the exact same thing. Another call-out fee too. Another call-out fee. And got to disappear from work for a couple of hours. It's not good. Nice, Uh, Jerry. Nice, Jerry. So all that's been going on this week, right? Plenty going on. So Greeno is, pre- is pretty fu- – by the time I log off at 4 p.m. today, fucking Greeno doesn't want to do anything, right? So think about what is the one thing you wouldn't want to do after the week I just had energy-wise. I'll throw it to the group. Mm. Put your neighbour's bins out. The bins out from BE is his guess. The one thing I wouldn't want it, I get see, but I don't. I'm not you, and your personal one thing is not going to be my personal one thing. Well, let's give it a crack, and we'll just fucking oh, get for, to the for story. me. It would be any kind of yard work. Okay. Yeah. All right. I had to take my son to immediately after my. I finished a fucking after the week I had, and after doing a full day's worth of work, to a, a, a three year old's birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> nice, it's right up there. I, that is I literally right messaged my wife. I'm like, my day has been a cunt, and if I could think of the last thing I want to do right now, it's what I'm about to have to do. And you got to put on son. your friendly, smiley face no, and be fake Damo, with all the people. And- no, fuck that, because Greeno don't care. So my wife, she goes to these parties <laughs> normally, yeah. and, but she was working today. She's the so socialite of the. She's the socialite, and she likes family. it. So, so I don't like talking to people who talk about this. <laughs> And once again, fucking, we're going to use we're going to use COVID to our advantage. Absolutely. The the Absolutely. only fucker who rocks up to this birthday party wearing a mask. Yes. Greeno. Wow. That, that, <laughs> that's one big warning sign. Going, don't fucking come chat to me. I don't want to hear from you. I'm going to sit in the corner and just make sure my kid doesn't die on the play equipment. And we're going to have some cake and we're going to fuck off. That's this is so good, Greeno, because you've actually now you've. You've now like it's like guerrilla warfare. You've mm-hmm. they they punish the population with the whole mask rules and everything for fucking months and months and months and months and months. And now that everyone's like, oh, okay, I guess we don't have to wear these anymore. You're the one now. It's like now is my time. <laughs> Strap that bastard on and start fucking with people. I fucking yeah. love it, man. No, nice. I I, can I ask a sub sub question to it? Yeah, go for it. Hey, party. At what age is it acceptable to dump and run with a kid? Uh, this was this was at a play centre and my son's three and my daughter's six. So at that point, I was like, no, nah, way too young. I think – and I think it's the, the – the, like the people you're with as well. So I think if – say you're with a group of friends, like if I'm going to like demo and I know other people are going to be paying attention to the kid, different story. 
Um, I'm like, yeah, I might. If be if it was well, not there, if it right? was me. Let's be honest here. Nice, Yeah, fair point. <laughs> Beyond the cans in the back. Well, it's, I got nothing. Ag- I got nothing We're against the night, kids. That's it. I got nothing against the kid whatsoever. But you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, you know what you're doing, right? <laughs> Be like, yeah, all right, okay, well, go do that. It, it is an interesting question, but I'm going to go the age of ten because my daughter got 10. invited to a, a birthday party on, on like a couple of Fridays ago, and I just said no. I'm like, no, nah, man. Like, firstly, I have to drop her off. And I don't know oh, these people. It was no because I said so. Oh no, not that. It was. It was like I don't know these people. I'm not just going to leave my daughter at their house and with like no, that's just fucking weird. But I think if, if I'd known them, no, even then I still probably wouldn't. Like probably ten is my guess. Be you can answer your question. Or what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think ten's a reasonable response, and I think you're right. It comes down to yeah. it's a flip between how well you know the person. But if you know them well enough, why wouldn't you want to go? Because you know the person. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe uh, the dicks. I know them, but the dicks, but I know they're not going to hurt my kid. I don't know. It depends. If it's your daughter, I'd say 35 is probably the <laughs> She's like, drop, Dad, I'll drop, drop off myself. At, <laughs> dropping her off at a school form, like, Dad will just stick around. It's fine. <laughs> She's repeated 25 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was my story time. So, yeah, got home. I like after, stories so, about pinatas. I, I, I think I came back from the party about... Now, what time did I reply to your message, B.E.? It was about 7.30. I walked in the door five minutes before that, I think, and then yeah, okay. jump, jumping on the show 30 minutes I later. I guess that's the good thing about little kids' parties is they don't go all day. And, like, that's, you know, one of the reasons I avoid oh, mate, parties two, of two, adults two today. Two Friday night felt like all day, dude. Yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. But, you know, but it's, it's nothing compared to those you know, those uh, parties that you're kind of, you know, you're obliged to go to from time to time and they're like six, seven-hour affairs and you're just constantly like, look, have we been here long enough? And that's when you, your your the wife will start roll. saying shit like, no, no, the cake hasn't even come out yet. Cake roll, yeah. yeah but- Do you know what would have been worse if the party was tomorrow? At least Friday afternoon there's a cat. Get it done. That's like, no, yeah. you're spot on, right? So that was what I was thinking. I was like, look, even though I'm hating this, this is also some subtle genius mm. because this person's knocked off the party. They've still got the weekend clear. Mm. Like they've n- nipped it in the bud Friday. Oh, like Arvo, like Saturday, is, Saturday, if the party goes for two hours on Saturday afternoon, it's still an all-day thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the leader. Yeah, 100%. Yep. But so, if it's uh, Friday getting... afternoon, everyone's rushing and everyone is yeah. of like mind. Everyone at that party would have been thinking, I've had Take a kind of a week. You probably were <laughs> <laughs> you 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 all there were probably the most sympathetic party goers of all time because you were all there with the same mindset. Fucking yeah. Friday night. What kind of an asshole pulls a party on Friday fucking <laughs> night? This is fucking bullshit. I've had a kind of a week. Little did you know that this party thrower was actually like the Mother Teresa of party throwers. And she's giving you a fucking charity by getting you off the hook so you can enjoy the rest of your fucking weekend. Not only that, like it was at a kid's play centre, right? So Friday. Neutral venue. 
No one's going on a Friday Arvo, so I didn't have to deal with other fuckwits around. It was literally just the party goers. And I came home and said the exact same thing. I'm like, this fucking worked out all right. This chick's kind of a genius. I'm I'm very very happy with this. Like, annoyed at the time. Like, I was literally looking at my clock and breaking it down to 20-minute increments (laughs) of how long I had to be there. I've just got to get through two more 20s and I'll be out of this. (laughs) I was like, I'm one-sixth of the way through this party. (laughs) Like, when's the gate? Doing it like <laughs> a marathon. I love it. And don't get me wrong. And the reason, like, I'm pissing a moaner, but it was the first time my son had, like, had a chance to go to a friend's party. And, like, he'd been robbed of fucking cool shit for the last couple of years. So I'm oh, like, look, there'll be well, plenty well, of time well, for that when he's 35, mate. mate. 100%, fine. bro. I was just kind of like, I can't fucking rob him of this experience. And he had so much fun. So it was worth it, even though I piss a moan about it. But that's my story time. Uh, I like stories wakes. about pinatas. That is literally the entire time we normally go segment one was me pissing a money about going to a party <laughs> in the most long-winded <laughs> way possible. Okay. Well, here's a break then. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie Campy old movies and old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hey, don't forget to check out myspace.com. <laughs> is, that, is our old uh, gambler, <laughs> MySpace account still up and running? No. I don't think gone. so. Yeah, long I, think, long. I think they're all long gone, to be honest. I think so. Mm. Uh, it's quick, uh, quick point of call, boys, if I may. Yeah. Like, 
talked about what a shit week it's been. Mm. After ranting and raving to you boys for the last, what about 25 minutes, best I've felt all week. This is like, this is kind of therapy we can sell and make some money off, I reckon. Oh, okay. Just let people come rant and rave at being Damo for 25, you'll mm. feel fucking a million bucks. You feel better? Yeah, that's good. better. Got off my chest. Feel like a million bucks. Fucking, let's go. Well, wow. uh, to be fair, people being people complaining on the internet is a growing market. It's a growing market. market. We can make some more. You know nothing about the internet. I know nothing about money. Between us, <laughs> fixed it. You're an, aren't you an accountant? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know nothing about, about money. <laughs> Just numbers. I'm a good one. Just numbers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, we're going to do this rundown. What do we want to talk about? We want to talk about anti-social behaviour. Talk about whatever the fuck you want, man. Who cares? I've been saying, stop asking me about the rundown. <laughs> I've been saying for 10 fucking years, <laughs> give some like fuck it. about the rundown. Just to annoy you. Yeah. I do it just to annoy you. Nice uh, I'll, give, I'll give you a rundown. <laughs> I'll give you a rundown. Sri Lanka are eight for 108 after how many overs? Who cares? Not enough. Who cares? doesn't matter. What's it's the score in the Hawthorne game, Brattles? Hawthorne are getting done 159. New South Wales just crossed in the corner to go 20 to 14 up with two minutes 30 on the clock. And Essendon are up over West Coast in the second quarter, 36-27. Yeah, so now I don't feel like I'm down. Because here I thought B was listening to my story, you know, sympathising, empathising. But it turns out he's been watching four different sports while Greeno's been pissing the money. Multitasking. I've got a couple of screens that are split. Let's talk a bit of antisocial behaviour, which feeds in nicely to to, to the original story time. I saw this uh, throughout the course of the week. Yeah. Giving your co-workers and family members the silent treatment and texting opposed to talking could be the key to getting the COVID pandemic under control. Here's why. Now, fucking here we go. Uh, are you going to share the screenshot, Damon? Yeah, I'm trying to, man. <laughs> you almost padded me out long enough until I could get oh, the settings apologies. right. But well, no, because we have situations. Good, like, for, good for you, man. <laughs> you go. Open the kimono. <laughs> we actually have situations sometimes where you're like, yeah, man, I'm sharing it, and then you realise you've got to click the button. That it never happens. happens. I'm a professional. <laughs> there are never any mistakes. Here's <laughs> yeah. uh, why. Speaking just four words an hour increases the spread of COVID ten times more than breathing normally. So suddenly... Karina's anti-social behaviour at this party. Looking yeah. fucking very... You're the good guy now. You're the one. Yeah. Yeah. Saving lives. Everyone who goes from now on, you can say to people indignantly, you can do... You, this is your first episode of your outrage on the internet new rebranding, Greeno. Your yeah. first episode can be, all you people who are going to parties and trying to enrich your children's lives, you're all selfish fucking COVID criminals. Fuck you. You know, you need to be silent and not talk to anyone and stay home so we can all stay safe. Nice, Gary. You can take it to that level and there's nothing anyone can say. They can't say. You're putting my life in danger so your kid can have a lolly bag. Exactly. And small talk. Fucking this small talk is now now deadly. It always felt that way to me, but still, now we've got the science to prove it. Small talk never felt deadly to me, but it did feel suicidal, and I think there's a difference. That's why it's deadly. (laughs) It wasn't like a fear of death. It was a longing for it. I wish I I could jump in front of a bus right now (laughs) to get out of Uh, this. (laughs) This feeds nicely into a story time. Uh, I like stories about pinatas. This is a boogie story time. You had to do your first office trip last week in a while, I believe, sir. Yeah, there was no stories to come out of it, though. You sure? Yeah. What what happened in the aftermath of, of the said visit to the office? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. What oh, yes. I know, too. 
Fucking B, he knows the story time. You don't know your well, own you story You fucking time. tell it then. I don't know. What's, no, but no. I don't know. I'm worried. But like, what what did I tell you in confidence that you're now about to like kind no of blow confidence. it out? So, <laughs> okay. so Damo, Damo gets asked to come back, you know, come in for a, you know, bit of, bit of small talk and, yeah. and muffins. Uh, come into the office where it's important. It's mm. important to build the Oh, yes. No, story time. I like stories about <laughs> from the office. I don't know how to remember this fucking own story. Well, no, because when picture, that happened, when – to be fair, when that happened, that was like when we had the two weeks off, wasn't it? When, no, that, that was, was ages week, ago. That was a week and a half ago. No, that was a month ago, man. It was because, last week before nah, last week's show. No, 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 no. It was like three weeks ago at least because yeah. of what happened in the story, which I'm about to tell you. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like everyone back in big day and it's like, okay. And uh, everyone was there and mingling and like, hi, how are you going? Very good. And there was a lot of chatting and a lot of catching up and a lot of how's this and how are you and that's good and all that kind of uh, malarkey. Uh, which is fine, you know, and in the, you know, everyone worked and we had meetings and all of those, all of those office things that I've heard so much about all my life, <laughs> but never really, but never yeah, really participated in. And, um, you know, sure as shit, wouldn't you know it? <laughs> I think it was later that afternoon, I think mm-hmm. around, you know, quarter, quarter past five, we got this email and very reminiscent of a story that Greeno had told on this very program, what, maybe a month before that. A month ago, yep, correct. A month before that. Um, oh, look, guys, we, we really love that everyone was back in the office. Unfortunately, someone did have COVID. No, <laughs> And we're now asking if you could all stay home. <laughs> it was just, wouldn't you know it, the first time back. And, yeah. and that's exactly what happened in your story, wasn't it? And what did you calculate um, in your office? It was something like 300 days lost or something as a result lost, of the party. Yeah, 300 days lost. Not for Jesus. a party, for a, a catch-up for a morning tea. Morning tea. Uh, <laughs> but then this week they decided to double down by getting both states to come in for a morning tea, yeah. which I told no. them to kindly go fuck himself. Um, Greeno ain't coming in because I'm like, I'm like what, are you, what are your COVID protocols? And no one, no one responded to my email, so I'm like, we're not fucking going in. Um and they basically <laughs> they had one catch up. We lost three hundred man hours from one function, and then we sent we sent <laughs> two staff to a seminar. One of the two got COVID. We lost a lost a week from her. You wiped uh, out half the seminar, probably as well. Pretty <laughs> much fucked up the seminar, and then they, they forced me to go in the office and. Uh, Text the guy from our team who chose to go in. That's why I am. What's going? Go nuts! Like yeah. their prerogative. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, how was it? And he's like, to be honest, the food was pretty shit. And I'm like, how many people call Rona? And he's like, well, we'll find out. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bomb is ticking. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Um, but yeah, it always seems to happen. Nice, Gary. Good. good story. It was a good story. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I remembered yeah, no, it. No, no. <laughs> It just goes to show if you rocked up and were an antisocial cunt, mm. you you actually would mean saving them. Hence, this Heaven Harrison article. Yeah. I guess I'm just I'm very in the moment, so you know whatever hasn't happened, give me a three day window and I can tell you all about it. But then if it, if it's past that, it'll be like, hey, you remember that thing last week? And I'll be like, what? What, what? are you talking What's about? <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Uh, what have we got next? Ah, oh, demo actors. Not allowed to be actors anymore. Yeah. The, uh, Hollywood has, has managed to overcorrect. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> obviously, we've had issues with you know uh, the Me Too, Me Too issue, uh, yeah. amongst many other factors in Hollywood. Bit rapey uh, we, down there in Hollywood, aren't they, Green? Just, just a tad, Allegedly. just a tad. Like, yeah. 
Like, should we fix the rapings? No, no, fuck, keep the rapings, keep the pedophilia. But we now need to make sure that we're we're as uh, equal as possible, Mm. equal opportunity employers, so every race and sex can get raped equally. Uh, We (laughs) don't want to. We don't want to be specialising in one particular. <laughs> race, race Can't race. be excluded. It's all about no, equality. <laughs> shit's gotten. Shit's been taken too far. Would you because- accept, Greeno? Would you accept um, better quality movies if you like? What percentage of rape would you allow <laughs> in order to get better <laughs> movies? Well, it hasn't improved recently, so we need to double down. So, I would think. you say, look, we'll let you have five rapes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a month, <laughs> if you can produce, you know, a Shawshank Redemption every two years? Would you well, it, be like, well, you know, you know? This this may be controversial, though. Mm. Uh, the the actresses that have been part of the Me Too movement have any been in many successful films? Ah, I see. So what I'm thinking is the rapes have actually haven't helped. So we probably uh, need to cancel all the rapes. We need to get rid of the rapes, you think? Yeah, okay. I think so. Well, that's in, I don't know if Hollywood's going to go for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not their vibe. It's part of the process. I don't know if that's going to work down there. They've been uh, raping for a long time, Greeno. It's going to be difficult. You know, old habits are hard to break. I just feel like compromising with them might be the better option because I, I, can we really stop them raping? I mean, they're pretty pretty rapey. <laughs> you know, like it's going to be very difficult to pry them away. We're only going to allow uh, people that are the people they're playing to play said people, uh, uh, as evidenced by Emma Thompson. Apparently, her Matilda fat suit is a reminder how badly plus-size people are treated by society. No, so Emma Thompson scary. is playing someone who is she's not even fucking that fat, to be honest. In this day, she plays the the trunch bowl uh, in in the Matilda movie. They're remaking this, are they? Why are they remaking this? The one I they don't know. Ago, Isn't it still so good, good enough? Yeah. That's great. Fucking Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman. Rhea um, Perlman, little, Danny little chick from fucking Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Um, amazing. Really Because they've good. run out of ideas because they're too busy raping people, Green. Yeah. She, the, right. Emma Thompson is slimmer than the chick that played the original Miss Trunchwell. Hmm. I, I've we've we've been on this for a while. Like we we were talking about this when this shit started because we've been we're old men now and we've been talking a lot for a long time. <laughs> you know, I remember Greeno, you and I talking about when this shit started first, kind of sifting in into you know the entertainment industry, and we'd see stories like, well, people are outraged that this particular person who's not gay or something like that is playing a gay person. And you and I were both like, well, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Isn't the whole point of being a good actor, the, I mean, it is the whole point of being a good actor, is being able to portray something that you are not. You are not, and, correct. And so now if we have people who are so good, they've actually turned someone's skill into a negative, believe it or not, in mm-hmm. popular culture. If someone's skill is portraying something that they are not and being a very good imitator, you know, and a good actor, mm. They're now, you know, seen as, well, that's fucking horrible identification fucking offence and whatever the fuck they get angry about. Yeah, absolutely. My, my, my grandmother was highly offended by Mrs. Doubtfire. She was she <laughs> with that. She's Welsh. She was like, I'm gonna it. She's Welsh. Doot, fire. She have something between her legs as well. <laughs> You know your accent. You know your accent there is a little. You know your accent there is a little all over the place. Well, so is your head. <laughs> Such a good film, uh, Damo. Uh, I believe. Uh, if, uh, can you load up the sorry book? 
Can you please, sir? Oh, a little sorry, book. Here we go. Seems to be the hardest We're talking about the stories line of demos. How long ago it happened? I said, oh, I was, it was like two weeks ago. Uh, I thought it was like a month at least. June 10th, exactly two weeks ago. So, I agree, you're going to love this. First day back in the office. First day back two weeks. Literally nice, to the fucking day. Hey. Your message. Oh, okay. That's nearly, that's nearly. That's nearly two Lance Strolls ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two Lance Strolls, one fucking DNF. Wait, what a prick. Fancy finishing that last race. What an oh, asshole. What a prick. He'd get, he'd so get out. Latifi. He would get out. Money and on Latifi as well. <laughs> Latifi finished last race, did he? I, I, I just mm-hmm. assumed Latifi crashed. <laughs> or something happened to Latifi. Lance Stroll, just to spite us, would get out and drag the monocoque across the line if he crashed into the fucking tyre wall at uh, Monaco or something. You know, he'd get out and drag the car over just to be like, well, I finished it. No one can say anything. It's well, not that, like that, I've crashed off it or anything, you know. That bad beat from two weeks ago was fucking ridiculous. One yeah, lap. that's shit, yeah. mate. Non-classified DNF. I was like, oh, non-classified means DNF. No, no, no. Apparently, for betting purposes, non-classified means they failed to finish 90% of the race. I'm like, yeah. fuck, man. He didn't finish the race. Like, that is non-classified. Yeah. Read the fine print, Greener. If you but don't arrive one lap, in the finish line on all four wheels, that's that's not finished. I'm sorry. It's not finished. No. Like, you can classify them as much as you want. They didn't fucking finish. But admittedly, the bet was Strong. not to be classified. And I'm, so, I'm pissed about that. Yeah, but I'm pissed about that But because it should be – uh, for a DNF, the bet should be if you if you start the race yet fail to finish it, then that's a DNF. I don't care about the fucking ninety percent. I don't care about the technicality. At whatever point they deem that the race process has started, and that's probably when the cars are you know on their formation laps, say, and that might be when the race actually starts, even though the green light is saying that's when the race starts. But that's what you know. That's when you can go. So I would say, like from the formation lap on, if you fail to finish at that point, and no, it's not a not classified. No, no, that's a did not finish because you started the race yet you did not finish it. It's fucking black and white. How do you, how do you get that bullshit on the flip side when they did that fucking two and a half laps behind the safety car and then gave out half points at oh, the race? Mate, that- that fucking handed Verstappen the the championship. No one talked about it because everyone was talking about Abu Dhabi. Uh, I was happy, don't we? Whatever the last race was. Um, and I'm like, is everyone forgetting about this weird bullshit race that happened halfway because they didn't want to refund people's tickets? So they're like, uh, it's, it's too wet. No one can race here. Fuck it. Just do a lap. Uh, so I think it was two laps behind the safety car, and then we'll just give half points. And it was, was reminiscent of uh, Nicky Lauda, Greeno. Same kind of situation with drivers going, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, honestly. No, 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 this? This was, no this was different. The race hadn't even started. Yeah. So what happened is it was just pissing down rain. They couldn't they couldn't race, but they were like, fuck, we have to refund literally millions of dollars, and we've got no TV broadcast. Fuck it, what are we going to do? But remember well, all just- the footage. What I meant was, like, remember all the footage of everybody just in, in race gear, like in the fireproof suits, just standing around. <laughs> you know, you would just see, like, all of this footage of just everybody with race helmets on and, like, they're just kind of like, Ready to go. yep, um, are we doing this or, like, what are we doing, you know? I could mm. be hitting a local fucking, you know, prostitute right now, <laughs> you know, if we weren't here. Because, <laughs> really, these employees have nothing much to live for in Formula One. It's a terrible job. So we've been told firsthand. Greener. First hand, William Skatering. It's a terrible job, uh, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wish, wish you wanted to die. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, I just said true, but it's, it's no good. Mm. It's no good. Yeah, that was that was just a farce. Farce.
bastard. So what should you do? Should I? I'm of the opinion, and people call me a radical, but that's their problem, as far as I'm concerned. I'm of the opinion that you make motorsport as quick as possible, and if it's more dangerous, then so be it. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing it, <laughs> and it would be entertaining as hell. And as long as the people who are doing it are signed up and for it, it would be like trying to stop us. It would be like trying to stop Cap- Captain America going to war, Greeno. You know, you can't do that. That's wrong. How dare you? If this guy wants to drive 400 k's an hour around Bathurst or something, you know, in this modified, ridiculous car, then let him go. See what happens. That's his choice, though. That's, That's right. right. There's always a risk to every action. Every I mean, astronaut. Remember, if we, if the if we, if the space race had have been 50 years slower, it never would have happened because there would have been people in bold frame glasses here on Earth saying, "Look, I think strapping." Some Someone to a rocket is kind of ridiculous, and it puts a lot of people, at, uh, you know, in harm's way. I mean, can we get more trans astronauts, please? We really need equal representation out there in space. Like, it would just be a disaster. It would never. They would never take off. But it's the person that's strapped to the rocket that took that chance and put himself yeah. at the risk that said, "Yeah, I can do this." It's the same as a, a driver. You can like. It can be pissing down rain and aquaplane everywhere. That's your choice. That's your profession. Just drive a little bit slower, and everyone will drive a little bit slower as well. Yeah. Don't make the call. They've done idea, experiments. I've got an idea. i got, I got fix it. Fixer. You okay. know nothing about Formula 1. I know nothing about entertainment yeah. between us. <laughs> okay. So I, here's my proposition. Fucking, he's, Bernie's not in charge anymore. Who's fucking in charge now? John Todd? Mm. Who's in charge of the F1 these days? Probably Jean Todd. It's going to be a Ferrari handover process like the kings yeah. of fucking, you know, Spain for the next 800 years or something. You know, here's, what we're gonna do for wet, here's what we're going to do for wet races. We've got to make sure, because I, I, I kind of do, I think it's important that we've got the safety of the drivers at the forefront mm. of, uh, of the racing. But I still want to see the entertainment. So if it's pissing down rain, I still want to see the races out there. Yes. Here's what I'm thinking, boys. Bumper cars. We fucking oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, put, have we done this already? No, nah, you put your McLaren, you put your Mercedes back in the shed, and we bring out some old school fucking Wonderland. Still got them in stock somewhere in a warehouse. Mm. We, yeah. we cart them along just in case of rain, just in case. They're still sitting at Hanna Barbera Land, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking are. <laughs> right behind the little beastie They're underneath. <laughs> Uh, under, uh, they got a little bit of a doona over the top. They're all good. So we, we, we get them out there. and But once again, like, we still do it on the track. Yes. How are we going to do the little wire mesh thing? That's going to be tough. Like, We're going to have to employ uh, some people to run alongside the bumper car. <laughs> and no, no, like with a battery ridiculous. strapped to their back, holding like a, a little sheet of fucking mesh on top of them. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> nah, we'll look, I'm no electrician, but as far as I understand elect- uh, electric electric. <laughs> electricianship, I would say that as long as their feet are touching the ground, that they'll be in earth so they can run along carrying the battery with the wire mesh and have the go-kart, the bumper cars, you know, humping along to it, as long as their feet are touching the ground. I think that's how it works. Uh, option B. Option oh, scary. B. Okay. And they should have no rubber or protective clothing on whatsoever. They should be probably completely naked when they do this. Uh, but naked on a zebra. Now, uh, we're going to – okay, option B then. If we don't want to do the bump – you just got me thinking, Fred Flintstone style. Mm. We need well, to, it would be a lot of crushed ankles, though, on the downhill the parts. Idea, with the Monaco idea that we came up with two shows ago with the little pedal cars. Little, little pedal, pedal cars. cars. We're talking to everyone every day of the week. 
bit of break. Yeah, between that, between the mini cars in, in Monaco, so we finally see some goddamn overtaking. Nah, look, it's uh, Formula One. They've got to have some kind of motor assistance. I say let's put them out there in go-karts, like actual proper racing go-karts, mm-hmm. though, and let's see how they go in that. That would be fun, I reckon, to watch. Oh, don't get me wrong. I Can we get a Formula One? Go- Wasn't there for a V8 Supercars go-kart league or something at one point? Did, Do you remember did something that? like that. I was watching um, the, the David Letterman Netflix thing, like uh, my next guest needs no introduction, I think it's called, yeah. and they had a Lewis Hamilton on. Side note, fucking, fuck, he's a wanker. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> they, I thought they were going to do this nice thing, right? So they, they go out to this go-kart track because that's where Lewis started, obviously, yeah. with his dad. And he was talking about, like, a lot of this is about, like, background info and, like, talking about the like the younger days and their family and whatnot. The Lewis younger days about- of Lewis Hamilton were a struggle between speed and expectations. His father, working hard as a manual laborer at the local uh, mineral wares, would drive his son to the go-kart track at 5 a.m. every morning. Lewis, the astute learner, was taken under the wing by the local professional who said that the boy would one day become some kind of star. <laughs> you weren't far off with what actually happened. So, so they went out to the go-kart track. I thought, this is going to be fucking awesome. What we're going to see, because this would be good TV, is because Dave went out there and was interviewing Dave. some young kids, right? And talking about like, oh, you know, you know, Lewis Hamilton, blah blah blah. I'm like, fucking, this is gonna be so good. Lewis is gonna come out. He's gonna race the fucking kids, blah blah blah. Does Letterman know anything about F1? Is he a motorsport? Because he's from Indianapolis, I assume that he knows motorsports. He owns an F1 team. Oh, not F1 team. uh, IndyCar team. team. Okay. uh, Yeah, Letterman Letterman Rahal. Yeah. Right. Nice. He loves it, yeah. Big fan of the 500, big fan of F1. He just never got involved with the F1 side of things. So I'm like, finally, this is the point where the fucking the kids are so excited. They're talking about things. They race against Dave, and it's like, ah, oh, fucking, he comes. Lewis, Lewis is going to come out and fucking race the kiddies. The kids going to have a fucking big smile. No, no, Lewis ain't showing up. They brought his dad out. <laughs> the kids <laughs> are standing like, this is Lewis Hamilton's dad. So everyone tuned in to watch David Letterman talk to Lewis Hamilton's dad. Well, not so much that. Like, they brought the kids out to this track to talk about go-kart well, so racing. So the kids were and told they, Lewis would be there. And they never fucking met Lewis Hamilton. That's Lewis like Santa Claus not showing up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go see Santa. This isn't the real Santa. The pissed idiot with a fake beard. <laughs> fucking, we don't want Lewis's dad. He can't race us. Fucking get out of here, Lewis. Uh, but I like where your head's at with the go-karts. That'd be good. I, I, go-karts on Monaco, B.E., you in? Yeah, I'm in, for sure. I think that'll work because there'll be some more overtaking, go to the fucking <laughs> cave. Imagine the go-karts going through the tunnel. Yeah. And I also want to see, like, f- like the exact same replica of pit stops. I want to see tyre changes and, and everything. <laughs> 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 I just <laughs> imagine them jacking up that little, jacking up the little go-kart. One mechanic does two wheels at a time. That's the pit every three laps for fuel. <laughs> oh, we get Kimmy. We get Kimmy off his yacht. Oh, yes, that's great. And he has to fuck it. He's fueling him up. He's got a little Kimmy servo. Uh, yeah, where the hairpin is? Where the hairpin is? Right before insane. you go down. Yeah, you can yeah. get rid of that barrier where the hotel is. That can be another pit stop for fuel. That's a pit stop on the back end. The, be- the, the yeah, most yeah. beautiful part about Monaco in a go kart is the hairpin and the straight are both in the same gear. <laughs> 
You'll see at the lowest. You imagine the fucking, but you know the dun 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 dun. Here we are at Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando Alonso on pole, followed by Lewis Hamilton. The slowest corner is the famous hairpin where the drivers get down to first gear, maxing out in first gear down the straight before they hit the blind corner. It's fucking. They can pull into the casino at the top of the hill, red or black. If you get red, you get an extra fuel can with you, so you don't have to make another stop. Fuck, now, now I want to watch Monaco. Monaco today, Monaco went for six and a half hours because they had to refuel every three laps. And it still would have been the most entertaining Monaco in 45 years. So good. Uh, he ought to dress up as Mario Kart characters. <laughs> now you're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Who gets to be Mushroom Head? That's the question. Lewis. <laughs> a definite Mushroom Head, Lewis. But you can't let Lewis be Mushroom Head because then he'd try to fucking copyright the trademark, Greedo. <laughs> trademark of Mushroom Head. I'm Mushroom Head. I don't care about what Nintendo says they own. Mm. Next edition of Mario Kart that comes out on PlayStation or Nintendo, whatever it is, it'll have Mushroom Head will be wearing three watches. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough anymore. Uh, <laughs> we need an imprint on the watch on the racing suit, just so. Uh, what are you some? What are you some bad news, boys? Yeah, what do you got? Mm. Fox News calling for an online porn ban. Oh, yeah. And apparently long overdue. Well, that, that's the end of the internet. <laughs> well, that's the reason for the internet, isn't it? That's, that's literally the reason the internet was created, to, to have a, a widespread of available pornography. For, Pretty much. Uh, did that, I think uh, I saw some stat where I think 30% of the sites visited on the internet in any one day. Like, the whole internet, 30% is porn, like, that is visited. Yeah. So seventy percent for everything else. Like people talk about, oh, how big Facebook is, how big Twitter, all that kind of stuff. No, nah, fuck it. That only makes up all that combined plus every all the other pointless bullshit. People are into like recorders, uh, uh, piano accordions, those kind of sites. That's all part of seventy percent. The other thirty, porn. The article, Greeno, what I'm about to suggest will seem bizarre, maybe even impossible, but hear me out. The United States the United States should seek to ban hardcore pornography from the internet, Greeno. So so, you know, <laughs> again, that's this the biggest is the issue world. in the United States right now, is it? Not the, <laughs> well, the okay. How how have you gone so far on it's just a simple question. How has anyone gone so far on banning shit? How's that working out for you? Not going well. Not going well. It's not going no, well. I read this, right? So this David Marcus, the fucking prude, he's saying that the United States should seek to ban hardcore pornography from the, the, the internet to protect the children. So Those are the boldest here, of bold frame glasses, though, I just have to say right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <laughs> I think now, we should ban. Uh, I think we should ban pornography off the internet. Oh, really? Well, I think we should ban fucking you know thinking for ourselves. But there's nothing we can do about it. You know why? Because the internet is run by. It's not run by the politicians. It's run by the fucking nerds, Greeno, and they'll do what they want. <laughs> you can't stop. Poor old, them. <laughs> poor old David here. He got he got busted watching porn, and his wife said, "If you don't release some sort of story about the anti-porn, uh, you then, think this is yeah. driven by like, oh, he needs to please the missus." So it's like. Mm. You better come so out with a law for this. That's right. It was research, honey. I was researching an article. Researching. There was a, there was actually a journalist not that long ago, maybe a couple of years ago, who was caught having like 
tentacle porn on a, in a tab, Greeno. <laughs> and tentacle porn. Oh, let's fucking let's just back up one second. Yeah. Are you about to explain what tentacle porn is? Tentacle porn. <laughs> tentacle yeah. porn is like a cartoon depiction, I guess, of. Look, I've never seen it, but I've been told that it's a, like a cartoon depiction of. <laughs> men having sex with, you know, fucking octopuses and animals and, you know, the animals are sticking their fucking things up in the vaginas and stuff and it's, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. You know, women are getting raped by octopuses and shit. It's what? What, apparently that's what these people are into. So, and, you know, this uh, report, I forget his name, Kurt something, uh, he had this tab of, um, you know, tentacle porn and everyone jumped on it and he came out and said the exact same thing that you just said. No, no, no I was researching for a story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fucking, I, gotta, I wish to take a moment on, on that one because I'm trying to get my head around it. So the tentacle porn is, is like the aquarium version of a donkey show. I, uh, what's a donkey? I don't know what a donkey show is. <laughs> Well, what do you think a donkey show is? It's it's a, it's a lady filleting a very large donkey penis. Oh, I, w- I was Ooh. thinking, I, I was genuinely in my naive way thinking of some kind of parade they do in Mexico, and they put it, <laughs> they put them in a donkey pen, and people come from the other towns to like the donkey parade is like, you know, and they, they have fucking sombreros and little guitars and shit, and, and people buy donkeys. A lot of very disappointed perverts who click onto that donkey show on Pornhub, I'd imagine. <laughs> Jose's donkey show. <laughs> just like the fucking taco girl. Like, da, 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 da. Just fucking random donkeys. Like there's nothing happening. Wait a minute, Miguel. Is nobody going to have sex with the fucking donkey? Wait a minute, I don't understand. When does the chip blow the donkey? I don't understand. Everyone's fucking this show's taking a turn for the worse as soon as we made the as soon as the words came out of this show what like we need to rename it tentacle porn yeah. uh, because <laughs> it's just it's going downhill from there uh let's get it oh, they've, 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 like he wants to ban hardcore porn right so where do you i thought she, doesn't she want to ban it this one uh, it's written by David Marcus. I don't know who this oh, woman but is. Isn't he? I thought he was right. Oh, no, it's an opinion, yeah, from David Marcus. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And he's interviewing another bold frame glasses chick. That's well, I mean, his opinion. anybody who comes out and says we should ban X off the internet, you can, I'm afraid, immediately dismiss them as a fucking moron. Like, I know, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's kind of the fruit from the poisonous tree theory. You know, like, if the premise is wrong, then the conclusion can't be correct. And if you think it's possible to ban X off the internet, then, you know, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, how are you going with banning anything else, mate? Um, you know, the, the internet's no different. It's, they, they have their own kind of like weird little marketplaces that they engage in. And, you know, you can, ban, you can come out and say that it's banned, but it's not going to change anything. You know, what yeah, I mean? only fans so came out stupid. and said that they're gonna they're gonna ban um, nudity and pornography from the OnlyFans website. And when they did that, they lost all of their users and they lost all their money. And they're well, like, they well, go somewhere else. Exactly. Didn't last very long. So if the United mm. States bans, um, you know, pornography off the internet, which is the what this guy is throwing out there, and like, I'm not even saying if it's good or bad. I'm just saying to say that you can ban it is a stupid thing to say. You know what I Imagine mean? There's a difference. That's a fucking big job. That's that's fucking busier than <laughs> Patricia's out of office calls. 
But uh, the dude who has to go around and delete all the porn off the internet, you've been there a while. I've, I've used this example before, Greeno. Like, society right now is arguing about which toilet people can piss in. Which which one are, which one am I allowed to use because of my identity? That's the, the argument, people. And you think yeah. you're gonna be, you think you're gonna ban something off the internet right now? Okay, Good. who's gonna do that exactly? Is it gonna be the old senators that sit in those f- fucking congressional hearings? And trust me, I've watched fucking hundreds of hours of that stuff, and I'll sit there and go, <laughs> now. Now, Representative, can you please express to uh, all of us here on the panel exactly how the Facebook is, uh, uh, excuse me, you know, spreading Donald Trump's misinformation that we know we've heard from the FBI that there's misinformation is coming from Russia. Can you tell us how the internet is running, uh, how the Facebook is running the internet, please? And I'll go like... Uh, Facebook doesn't run the internet. This is the thing. Oh, yeah. Now, you need to explain how the Facebooks and the Googles, and it's like this is, these are the people who are making laws about we should be banning this off the internet. I don't think it's very good. And it's like, mate, you don't, even, you don't even know how to log into your Gmail account. But I guarantee that dude knows how to find his porn, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Can't look you into the it, Gmail, I, but straight on Pornhub. I well, guarantee. You. I mean, if you're a senator, you have people that find that shit for you. Find you know? the Pornhub for you, correct? What you were saying there before about people are confused about what toilet they can go to. That that proper story this week um, at story. the Opera House. I like stories yeah, about pinatas. So is um I guess everyone here is familiar with the the Vivid Festival in Sydney for the international listeners. That's um it's a light show in Sydney that happens once a year. It's massive. So. The uh, Opera House had to come out and apologise after they uh, um, declared that their bathrooms were all gender bathrooms. And there was a massive um, uh, outcry and lots of um, outrage complaints about women who had to go into these, you know, um, gender neutral bathrooms <laughs> and having to walk past the trough where all the fellas are hanging out doing a piss. <laughs> <laughs> hey, equality has its knockers. Wait, so I would have thought I would have thought if you weren't an idiot, okay. Now <laughs> I don't necessarily I don't necessarily agree with the idea of gender neutral bathrooms in the first place, but putting that to one side, let's say I was being pressured from some kind of internal company force that we must have a gender neutral bathroom. And I'd be like, okay. That's my. That's where I'm playing. That's my field. That's, that's going to be here. bathroom free, though, right? Well, like, I would it- think if it's going to be a gender neutral bathroom, then it can be only stalls. There has to be single seater fucking stalls. There can be no trough. Yeah. There cannot be a trough because no, instantly your gender neutral, mate. No, no, you mean <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. All right, so, I mean, my local whiskey bar here in town. I, I go there, and they've got gender neutral bathrooms and you're right they're individual stores with um, nice, like shut the door nice, the and sinks and hand dryers and toilets etc like that mm-hmm. um that's the only way you can do it though you can't have a gender neutral bathroom with troughs i mean I've, hey this I've, bathroom's I've gender neutral <laughs> this bathroom's gender neutral so if you want to come in and see a few penises be my guest <laughs> it can't yeah. be like that <laughs> i've needed a few race days where the line up for the girls toilets is too large so they've come and you know attempted the trough situation but that's i mean quite funny. it's fucking like, hilarious I mean, if willing to, why not well it's fucking <laughs> hilarious to think that the whole drive between the whole drive for the gender neutral bathrooms comes from the argument that we need gender neutral bathrooms in order to feel safe so we we're not 
forced to go into one or the other, which are gender specific. And we're now at the point where it's like, well, we, we should have a trough in the gender neutral bathroom. Now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, now, now we seem to be nah, – this is wrong. I feel I feel uncomfortable with this conversation because I feel like we're discriminating against uh, gender neutral people that might want to use a trough. Or, that's right. I mean, this could be a money-making agreement. You, you could stand at the front door and sell shiwis for $5 a pop. Give us, give us a gender neutral, but Greeno, think about it. Greeno, oh, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Give the men a nice Gary for that, Jay. That's pretty fucking good. Greeno, I want you to think about this for a moment, okay? So it's give us the gender neutral bathrooms so we're not forced to identify it. No problem. Here's a gender neutral bathroom. Now piss in front of everybody. I got to fix that. You know nothing about gender. Natalia, I know nothing about toilets. Nice, <laughs> so, here's Greeno's proposal. Uh, I think uh, we're going to have to impose it as mandatory for every single uh, facility that has a Only bathroom. troughs now in the no, gender no, no, neutral no, no, bathrooms. No, 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 no. Squat so on the floor. <laughs> so, we're going to go men's. men's. So every single thing is now going to have uh, a whole bunch of bathrooms. We've got men's. Men's. We've got women's. Women's. We've got gender neutral. Gender neutral. We've got prefer not to say. Prefer not to say. We've got. Now, will that have a trough in it or? No, they just dig a hole in the middle of that one. I would, uh, I would think it's just like a, the kind of curtain they draw around a racehorse when it breaks it's, its yeah. leg. Yeah, it's a pit. <laughs> and a curtain. Uh, we've got disabled toilets, but we don't want to discriminate against the disabled people. No. So we need to have a gender neutral. It's got to have a ramp on it too. All of them uh, have to have ramps, actually. So no, hang on, sorry, no, no, back, back, back. I need to back up. Okay. I need a men's disabled. I need a women's disabled. Then I need a gender neutral disabled. And, and I uh, prefer a, not I to prefer say. Not to say disabled, but then I don't want the 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 mother's room to feel that they're being excluded. So we need the mother's room for feeding, but then we need the gender neutral mother's room, and then we need the male mother's room. Okay, as well. You're also Separate. missing out on one category as well, Greeno. The you know I'll, I'll just go in front of anyone and I don't care category. Now should That's we just maybe the put them in a pen? Yeah, we'll put them in a pen in the corner. They're the dudes in the corner. Yeah. So uh, new rules uh, per the block protocol for a true equality. Hmm. Every single facility will now need 16 toilets. 16. Minimum. Mm. Minimum. To accommodate all Well, no, it should be one per person, shouldn't it? So you should, because what if the, what if person, what if the first disabled prefer not to say person, Greeno, also has like an identity kind of uh, trait that means that they need to be in the bathroom twice as long because they've got to touch everything in the bathroom exactly no, 33 times. No, they can't times. go because then they will reveal what their identity is. They don't. So want we to, need to lock them out. out. They can't go to the toilet at all. Yeah, that's right. They have to go to the tree. Lock well, them out of the like bathroom. Now I feel like we're being bigoted. Yeah. Well, of course we are. I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, all time. bathrooms. Yeah. Oh, we, right. need, yeah. we might need to set Oh, you mean the bathrooms. Oh, okay. 18 specific bathroom. Right. To no, you need, remember, remember back at the old um, the show where you'd had that, that side show where, the, where you'd walk in and it was all mirrors and you had to try and find your way out of it. Mm. That ah, would be the way mirrors. to hide what your preference was. Fucking uh, like, what's that old Bruce, yeah. Bruce Lee movie, Into the Dragon? Mm. Let's end this segment with a fucking another nice Gary. I don't know who Mick Lynch is, Damon. Do you know who this dude is? I don't, but we can actually, I don't, but we can see something here because I did do a little bit of background when I saw this link because I thought, I don't know who the fuck Mick Lynch is. So let me show you. He's a trade unionist. Oh, okay. So right now, that's that's all I need. (laughs) So right now. 
uh, in the UK, the trade unionists in the transport sector are going on strike and everyone's getting very pissy with each other. And the one of the lead trade unionists was on with Piers Morgan and this happened. Just have a look at this. Oh, hang on. Why don't you just confirm or deny if this is your Facebook page? It's a picture yeah, of... Can it's you a see picture the of the hood from Thunderbirds. Can you see the likeness? Well, I'm just wondering where the comparison goes because he was obviously <laughs> an evil criminal terrorist mastermind <laughs> uh, described as the world's most dangerous man who wreaked utter, utter, utter carnage and havoc on the public. Is that the level you're pitching this at, Piers? That is a joke amongst me and my friends and you can see the likeness, if you like. So He's you're not denying that you are eyebrows. comparing yourself to the hood? <laughs> you really can, though, can't you? Yeah. Are you comparing to yourself to the you hood? You literally made your profile <laughs> picture the hood. And I'm simply saying, I was so a massive... If it was a I was a Thunderbird fan, and the hood was the most dangerous, evil person in the world. He's the most evil puppet made out of vinyl in the world. Is that the level your journalism's at these days? I simply asked you if that was you. Do you think I look like the most evil person? The thing is, right, now... This, this only goes for two minutes, and we're one minute through, all right? But let me just throw this at you, Greeno and, and Brattles. Now, mm. I think in the first minute here, let's call it in two halves. It's a game of two halves. In the first half here, the guy who is the baldy-headed fucking guy here on on the, our right, um, he's winning this because it is like kind of like, is this really what you're doing here? Like, you know, looking at my Facebook photo? But I'm going to put it to you that in the second half – Piers Morgan fucking screams home and destroys this guy and leaves him in the wake purely because he keeps him arguing about the Facebook photo. <laughs> he it, it tur- the battle turns in his favour. Have a look at this shit, man. Okay. Person in the world, Piers. Well, now you're asking me to, to answer a difficult question, mate. I don't know you that well. All well, I'm I saying is you have personally. I'm just saying that a working class bloke who's leading a trade union in a dispute over jobs. If you don't want to be compared to the hood, probably better not to have the hood. <laughs> well, profile I think it's. Pictures. I think it's quite funny. So do I. But I well, also like. Go. As I was a Wait, Thunderbirds is that the fan. Level we're at, though, don't you want to talk about the issues rather than a <laughs> little vinyl simply, puppet from the I'm 1960s? I'm trying to get inside the mindset of the man about <laughs> to wreak havoc on the country. It makes <laughs> me laugh. Honestly, that you have the hood as your profile, Pete, because that's a man who wreaked havoc on the world. It makes me laugh. He's literally talking about a fucking profile pic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's got this guy talking about a profile pic. That's profile the fucking so thing. Dumb. <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy. We talk about fucking journalism is dead. It's been dead for a long time. It's fucking horrible. But let's, you know let's what, give. Did you know here. what Mick, Mick Lynch actually did after this, though? No, no, well, that's what we're about to get to. No, no, that's that's a fucking punchline. As you were. You've got to read the rundown, dude. We're we're doing a bit of background. (laughs) The rundown's very important. What I will do then, before I do the punchline. You've got to read the fucking rundown, mate. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I've been saying for 10 years that the rundown is the most vital part of this show, and it's. <laughs> the rundown is the most fucking critical element of what we do. Here. No, no, no. This we is all no, no. scripted, guys. Die by the rundown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's no, so someone, someone took over this guy's Wikipedia page and said, and it now says that Mick Lynch, born 1962, is a British trade unionist. He holds the record for the most asses handed out during the media appearance on the 21st of June 2022. In regards to this, yes, because they think he won, but that's that's why mm. this is so stupid. Because the person who tweeted this said something like that, like, "Oh, look, Mick Lynch destroys P." No, it was like, 
Piers Morgan doesn't realise that Thunderbirds isn't a real show. And it's like, no, 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 you're even too stupid to figure out when someone's <laughs> making fun of you, you know? No, no, no. <laughs> He's he doesn't he knows that Thunderbirds isn't a real show. What he's doing here is making the trade unionists talk about why his profile pick is the great villain in Thunderbirds, and that is the fucking game right there. Because now look at this fucking guy who's on it. I want to make a statement to the people. I want to fucking make a oh, message. You can't look think at of any other question rather than a, a I thing didn't about put, the I didn't put that picture on your profile page. <laughs> He's right. Yeah, but you've chosen to spend two or three minutes of this interview talking about an irrelevant. Well, because you seem so irritated by the comparison. There it is. The <laughs> <I'm not irritated>. <laughs> <laughs> you seem very irritated. You seem very irritated. Look at well, this. Not, no, he's not irritated by the comparison. He's irritated this by This is your non-irritated phase, is it? <laughs> What point are you trying to prove to <laughs> You put it on your Facebook page. I'm simply asking, right. it's an odd choice for a union boss okay. who's about to <laughs> go on... Not really, because he fucking looks so like... Have it's it's Oh, fucking God. so stupid. But here's where it becomes a nice Gary, because yeah. obviously Piers is like fucking well, your, your Facebook page profile pic. Just <laughs> screwing him on some stupid thing. It's, it's fucking, fucking dodgy. Fucking, it. you need to make sure that the post page is more appropriate. <laughs> so here's what he changed his profile pic to before we go to a break. Uh, no. Oh no. Well, I can throw it up. Fun job. But there we go. <laughs> Bit of, bit of peers having a, a glass of champagne with, uh, who's that, Ghislaine, is it? Yeah, uh, Ghislaine. Green, eh? Ghislaine. Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell. So, yeah. fucking, that's a fucking nice Gary to Michael Lynch because he's like, we want to talk about profile pics. Excellent. I've got a new one. Well, I've got to nice. say, I've got to say, though, it is, it is a nice Gary, but unfortunately, Green, I've got to it. seems to be the hardest this is a sorry from me to you. It's not actually real. It didn't actually happen. Someone just made this up and posted it. <laughs> Why did you change it? I oh, looked I into it. No, he didn't really change it. This is someone. Oh, this is obviously. No. Well, this is obviously some fucking trade unionist fucking internet person who's like, fuck Piers Walker. And like, look, look, this is what Michael Lynch did, but he didn't even do it. Oh, no. Well, now fucking no. give me a dick move then. Dick. You. Dick. I mean, because that that's what makes it extra sad is because now they're going to this limit. Now he's got people on the internet fighting Piers Morgan on his behalf. He's a fucking <laughs> trade unionist boss. Like, what the fuck is going on out there? What the whoever, fuck whoever is wrong that, with you though, people? He's a fucking genius. That's a nice Gary. Whoever fucking did the, the fake profile pic instead. <laughs> nice Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. But don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10pm Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and 
laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? What's you? <laughs> why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. secretly you enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And I oh, hate come on. You secretly love it. No, no. I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Starting block on this wonderful Fantastic. Friday evening with Boogie Greeno and myself. That's why you've been relegated from us. special guest to now just regular guest. Regular guest. The, the regular. beauty of this show, and this is why this is why the nothing the special about it. It's just the everyday run of the mill guest. The, the people in Vietnam they love us. The people in Sweden that love us is because we open Sweet. the kimono. Normally, someone would have organised the bid, do the third back announce before, like or maybe in the break, send him a message. We just do that bad boy on air. That's the beauty yeah, of the kimono, Paul. Well, it's all turn, is it my turn? No, let's all do it together. Why not? Do it together. We're going to make sure B gets a back announce in before yeah. we, we get there. You you actually did proper radio. So if anyone's trained to do a back we should have got you to do all of them, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Uh, at the intro and probably write the rundown because it would have been better than what we've produced thus far. Well, then he's not um, the re- now, then, now he's not a regular guest anymore. Now he's the fucking host and we're the guests. That's fine. I'm happy to be. I'm happy to just rock up. Okay. I don't be the producer or anything like that. I'm just the starting. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be the starting block with your host Brad uh, Be with special guests or yes. re- with regular guests. The starting block. Like the Be show. The Be no no. It has to be the starting block. Nice, Gary. So it'll be no, Be really hosting the starting block with regular guests. The starting block. Yeah. Because he's doing like the back it. announcers for the starting block. If he's doing the back announcers for the BE show, who gives a fuck? We're not doing it. <laughs> We're doing, We're doing the starting block. But if, Sorry, he, if he starts doing all the back announcers for the starting block, he instantly <laughs> becomes the host of the starting block, which means we become the guests on the starting uh, block. Fair, fair call. And then the name of the show is now called The Block Started. The Block Started. <laughs>
Is it? <laughs> Thank you very much. It never see starts, mate. Fucking 43 minutes in, we didn't even get to the first subject. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's why you look at him, Greeno. Look at this. Greeno, look yeah, at this yeah, fucking yeah, idiot. He thinks we need to stick to the rundown. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> No Where'd you get that idea, mate? We don't give a fuck uh, about the run down. We're still in free show, mate. Come on. Free show. <laughs> ah, good news. Uh, bro. bro. Reporting, reporting is fucked. Uh, I don't know much about AFL, so you boys are going to have to help me out here. Uh, but it feels like this dude, Jordan DeGoey. Uh, on to going. Might, might be have uh, been uh, part of a little bit of unfair fair reporting here what? because from what I can see, it was, it was a bye weekend for his team. He decided to go to, to Bali. He went out on a night out. He was in a consensual kind of night out with a lady. They posted some pictures on the drink, and apparently that is a controversy. Uh, well, like a normal night what, out in Bali. Yeah, what happened was what he went. He went to what happened was he went to Bali, and someone took like some rough photo of or video or something. He's dancing with a chick at a nightclub in Bali, and he's kind of like grabbing her top and trying to get her titties out, but. The thing is, right, I, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, it's almost like some people have never lived in those kinds of places ever. Not, I don't mean living in Bali, but I mean being in that. It was all consensual and stuff. You know, you can kind of play. I mean, when you're a young, fucking fit, fucking, you know, very rich fucking footballer and there are young, pretty girls, there's pussy around you all the time. People don't understand for these guys. There's just pussy fucking chasing them down the road. And he would have been dancing and, yeah, tugging at her shirt and stuff, and it probably was all okay. I mean, they're at a nightclub in Bali. What the fuck do you think happens over there? It you was know all what consensual I mean? stuff. Yeah, and so if, if it was all consensual, then there's no problem. But the thing is, uh, I forget who said it, Greeno. Someone famous from history said, the lie can get the whole way around the world before the truth has time to put its pants on. Yeah. And so, you know, once the video, all it took was the video coming out and the first person to say, wow, this looks really disrespectful to women. And then that was it. <laughs> that's it. Hashtag me too to go eat. That's all it took. And that's when the fucking guardians and the, you know, the ages, they start writing opinion pieces about how these sexist footballers are off the fucking leash and running amok and they're raping everyone, you know, and it's, it's, that's how it goes. And it, you know, it just so happens that it just might be, turns out, perhaps, maybe, Degoey slams media over Bali party video as pies look into latest controversy. Collingwood star Jordan Degoey has broken his silence on his latest off-field controversy, hitting out at media over the reporting of his big night in Bali as a woman seen partying with him came out in support of the player. No, <laughs> well, see, it was all fucking consensual. The chick was like, no, man, he did nothing wrong. Yeah. It was like, we were just having a good time. And not no. only that, he got permission from his employer to go there as well. <laughs> I mean, hey. Hey, I've, go I've over there, get off. yourself you some pussy overseas. And, <laughs> yeah, like this guy's been in trouble. Bali and get up it. Absolutely. <laughs> has this guy been in some trouble before, I'm guessing? Mm. There has yeah. been trouble before. Off-season. Yeah. He, he was on a, he got a 10 he week. in America, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, he... that was the New York arrest dude. That's right. Mm. Yeah, he had to go to court. Well, here it is. Let's have a look. And polite. Breaking news now from the United States where AFL star Jordan Degoe will undergo anger management therapy <laughs> after pleading guilty to yeah. harassment in New York. The Can 25-year-old apologised. how to wear a mask properly? So, you know, that's what the, that's what the media and the outrage, um, you know, Illuminatus 
have going for them is the fact that they can fall back on, well, this guy's got a history. So we just no, assumed, you know, that he would have done it. Now, and to be fair to them, if you're a clean skin and an allegation comes out like this, maybe it's a bit different. But honestly, I don't think it matters anymore. I think the first sign, if there are people out there to get you, they'll find a way to get you. You know well, what no, I mean? I, I, well, I'll use an example. Of, and I don't um, even like one Collingwood, one of, you know. So. One, of, one, of, one of BE's teams. Yeah. From, from back in the day. Oh, not back in the oh, day. the Bulldogs. Like, yeah. The Bulldogs. No, 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 no. You talk about that, how, uh, um, like, media allegations against a clean skin. Hasamal Masri. Mm. Mm. Was, it, was it domestic violence, B.E.? Yeah. And it turns out mm. that his, his partner just made it all up. Made like, it up, yeah. He, his name, like, he, was, he was known as, like, oh, man, if all AFL players, uh, if all NRL players could be like, it has more matter. Fucking geez, the league would be a better place. And then he, like his first wife, he left. Like him, and his first wife separated. He had a second partner, bit of a space cadet, bit of bit of the Amber Heard's about her, and created allegations <laughs> against him. And it was like, oh fucking. Alleged, alleged good guy has him on Masri accused of domestic violence, blah, blah blah. And then it turns out, like, no, she made it all up. But his name. I think the most. Other, I think another example of that uh, would be Josh Reynolds before he went to England. That woman that he was with had like three oh, different names. Yeah, 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 yeah. She like, was like, they're out there. Like, crazy like chicks are out there. The you know, yeah, they mm. do exist. Like, I, you know, I don't have any problem with people assuming one side or the other is guilty or innocent. Like, people are going to do that anyway, and there's nothing I can <laughs> do about it. But uh, I do think it's silly to always assume that like it's always going one way because clearly that's not the way it works. Life isn't like that. And there are crazy chicks out there who will try to fucking destroy you. But I just want to say, um, I think we should throw the book at this guy because look at him. He's not nose masking green. No, that's what I'm saying, man. He's not wearing the mask right. People are still going to ask him questions that's at a kid's birthday party <laughs> because they're like, hey, he's not fucking taking the mask seriously. He's just fucking phoning this in. Exactly. We can harass him with small talk. Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's spreading COVID. Right. Like, he might be spreading STDs, like, left, right, and center. I don't care about that. But he's not wearing a mask properly, so we should probably throw him in prison, Greeno. Can we also talk about the behavior, though? So, like, they're saying the controversy is it looks behavior? like him. Well, getting getting drunk at a nightclub and you know in a consensual fucking you know sexy uh, orgy fucking nightclubby probably on some kind of drug kind of way grabbing yeah. and touching and dancing close to each other is that a crime now you know hundred percent no hundred percent hundred percent that's kind of, no that's my question of look that behavior oh it looks like he's trying to rip a girl's like top down now back in the day fucking I literally had. Being at clubs, girls just grabbing my cock, you know, yep. grabbing whatever they wanted to. Was it inappropriate behavior? Sure. But that's what's fucking what, that's what you're there do. for. It's not like I'm at a nightclub to grab my dick. Like, so someone does grab my dick. That's what I'm trying to achieve by that's nightclub. It's fucking 100%. That's the What the fuck do you think young people go to Bali for? That's what yeah. they do over there. They all get over. It's usually greener. You know how people talk about how they got laid in Bali? It's usually another fucking Aussie that they got yeah. laid to. You know, they all go over there. They leave all their shit behind. They go to this country where Australian dollars, it's one of the only countries in the world where Australian dollars are actually going okay. And you can buy yeah. a lot of stuff with, you know, not yeah. much money. So they all go over there. They blow their heads off with on fucking juice and, and go to the nightclubs and fuck each other and come home again. That's what you're Everyone has a good time. So everyone has a good time. Nothing illegal is happening. Everyone's happy. Now, my question to you I want to create a new segment on this show for you boys mm. called mm. Spin It. 
Spin it. So yeah. we're going to take that same photo, but we're going to go to like young Greeno scenario yeah. where the photo is not him trying to pull the chick's top down. It's the photo of the chick trying to pull his pants down. Uh, how, how does, how does the media still make that a controversy? Empowered woman forces herself on Collingwood superstar. <laughs> Soon to be joined in the stands by other wags, I would say. <laughs> Probably, you know what? You know what? The next day, the next day, she would have signed a fucking pregnancy book deal, Greeno. <laughs> so knocked her up. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, you got any? You got any thoughts? Uh, woman attacks AFL star in nightclub by riding his back. Biting his ear off. Nah, but how does that get him in trouble? Because the point is to try and make the AFL star look bad. Well, I think we, I think we, we (laughs) blew this candle out last show by saying that the problem here is it's not the actions, it's the camera phone. It's the camera phone. I would blow them up, all of them, if I could. Now, good news, good news, because Adam Romanowskis appears to be the the new. Who was the fucking old cricket, old cricket dude who just couldn't help but just be negative about everything? But this guy's Ian Chapel. Uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Harvey. Harvey? Ian Harvey. No, not not the fucking freak. The not freak. The freak. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, say a bad word about the freak. Um, uh, who's the real old dude? Neil they're Harvey. all kind of old. Neil yeah. Harvey from like the Don's time. Oh, he used to no. just be, be constantly criticising in the Bay. Like, we need a bad, we need someone to make a bad comment about Australian cricket. Excellent. Go to you Neil know Harvey. who else is good for that? And one of my favourite commentators because he's good for that is Jeffrey Boycott. And he doesn't commentate enough anymore, which is really sad. But Jeffrey, mm. like you could watch someone score a hundred, and it'd be a brilliant innings. And Jeffrey Boycott will go, "Yeah, well, look, he got away with it today, didn't he? They didn't really bowl at his legs. We all know he's weak there. He's got a lot of work to do. He's just, he's not going to be able to go down there to Australia or down in New Zealand and play like that and score a hundred. He's kidding himself." And everyone would be like, <laughs> "Jesus, Jeffrey, he just scored a hundred, mate." Yeah, calm but down. Yeah, <laughs> calm down. He's got no defence. He <laughs> might have been able to do it. The kookaburra, but he wouldn't be able to do it with the Duke ball. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter how good you go, Jeffrey will find a negative. Yeah, find a way. I love him. Uh, Adam Romanowskis, for some reason, has got a gig on radio and obviously on ABC because he's been in back-to-back weeks. So last week he was saying... <laughs> what was he doing last week again? <laughs> no, last week we did on the show where he talked about the issue isn't with the dude that was caught fucking with the sniffy-sniffy. Yeah, I agree it's with ca- you. It's the camera phones. Yes. That's the issue. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this 100%. week, he actually He's has right. a fair point. It's camera phones like, and drug testing. Get rid of drug testing, get rid of camera phones, really and guess what? Everyone will have a great time, and there'll be great footy, and nobody will care. And, I mean, it's that's the way it works. So get rid of it all. <laughs> Just let them do what they do. <laughs> But he's back this week, and this week he's right because he's like, fucking, it's a perfect storm for the media, this uh, Jordan DeGoey story. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they refer to it as a brilliant chat slash debate between <laughs> Romanowskis and Cameron Ling. Who's fucking like, – what is Cameron Ling's point? Like, oh, oh, I think – can I take a guess? Look, and if I'm wrong, I put my hand up, but I'm guessing from Lingy's fucking persona that it would be like this is unacceptable and the team needs to come together and get around him and they need to be honest with themselves and, you know – uh, because Cameron Ling was very much one of those no dickhead policy kind of captains, you know what I mean? So but he, this guy hasn't been a dickhead. I he's know, I know, I know. But people have a way. People in the media, Greeno, tend to fucking spout off about shit when they which don't all me the, to the know point all the facts. That says a brilliant chat slash debate. What's there to debate in this? Yeah. Like the chat we just had was not fucking very good. 
But I'm sure it was a similar vein to what they talked about. I don't say I don't call it a brilliant chat debate. Romanowski just likes getting his name out there. Yeah. Well, of course he's. I mean, he's in the media. <laughs> no. It's like the umpires make the game about them. You know. Yeah. The media we, makes uh, the media about the media. How do you reckon Romanowski could go in trade week? Reckoning, you, you know. Trade week. What's happening in trade, trade week? week? I, AFL Trade Week. Oh, on, on AFL Trade Radio? You That's mean? what I'm talking about, AFL nah, Trade no Radio. Good. How do no good. Can you get it done? No, because no, because the beauty – no, he wouldn't get it done. You know why? Because the beauty of Trade Radio is the fact that they really do just fucking talk about the trades all fucking day, and it's constant and, ne- like, repetition, like, you know, water torture, where you're just getting one drop on your fucking forehead every couple of seconds. Seems like Romanowskis is like that because he just likes talking. <laughs> They all like week talking. in, week out. Yeah, no, he, I don't he's think he'd perfect. get it done, Greener. He's not going to get it done. Get it done? Yeah. I reckon he can get it done. I reckon you get Rammer, a little bit of fucking trade talk in there, nah, you throw him in. Nah. You he's just not going to fit in with, the, he's not gonna fit in with our crowd, mate. Because <laughs> you know why? Because it's going to be like this. This sound's going to play out, Greener, because it's going to be nah. like, now, look, he was taken at he was taken at pick three in 2019, but he's only got less than 20 games. Do you really think that he's worth a late second rounder? I mean, he hasn't proved himself yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's proved himself. I mean, look, if you take his market value, he's looking at 400k a year. Now, can they even fit him in the salary cap there? And then Ramanowskis comes in and says, look, let's not forget about the fact that some of these guys are getting their dick sucked after the game. <laughs> People are filming it on their camera phones, okay? It's not going to work, Greta. Nah, fair enough. He's okay. more into the gossip. Sniffy, nice. exactly. sniffy, and the dick sucking. Yeah. All right, it's not going to fit in. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep him in that in, the, in that bucket. I want right, to keep hey. trade radio as pure as it is as today, pure as possible. Please. So, so the, the articles come across the news. They're doing the rundown. They're like, okay, we've got uh, we've got a trade talk here. We'll give that to this person. Uh, we've got oh, someone's uh, got the dick sucked. Uh, in the he's he's the daddy uh, widler uh, of no, the no, ABC. Great. Uh, Gotta let the boys let their hair down, you know. Sometimes, fucking that's that's Rammer's that's Rammer's gear. That's yeah, that's his go. That's his juice. I, I just say he's the Danny Widler of the ABC Greener. He's fucking terrible. <laughs> he love he loves it. I love him. Uh, let's talk about the reverse uh, of horrible. Let's talk about fucking Shohei no, Otani. We love this man on the show. We've been talking about him for a bit of car, but been part of three years. Last year, it really came to the fore. This year, he's still doing fucking stupid things. Yeah. Now, the Angels themselves are a, a pretty terrible team. Let's be frank; they're, they're no good. Uh, the, but they've got. Why is he playing for the worst team though? Like that doesn't. Well, make he wanted sense. to play with Mike Trout. Yeah. Why? So <laughs> they've got they got literally the two best players in the world, uh, and potentially the two best players of all time. In Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Is that why and they're that, a shit team? They can't afford anybody else? Or Shohei's know, cheap, well, isn't he? No, they've just got a shit GM who never really got them pitching, which is what they need because they got plenty of hitting, but not enough pitching. Uh, but Shohei isn't Shohei is on that like that, that ridiculously shit cheap deal because yeah, so he's hundred percent he is because he's Japan transfer and yeah. he got paid. Stupidly low because it's only going to last a certain amount of time, though, isn't it? Next year, he's a free agent. Oh boy, who's he going to go to? Highest paid 
baseball player of all time. Fucking paid. Like he's not going to get the biggest contract because Trout's always got the biggest contract, but he's going to get the highest AAV, which is like annual value. I don't know, man. He might get a bigger contract. Someone, someone will be out there who's who's going to say four hundred and forty million. Someone's going to be out there and go, you know what? Let's just fucking throw it at him because they'll calculate the amount of money they'll make from fucking Japan in in the mix as well. How much Japan money is Mike Trout pulling in? You know. Yeah, but he's not. He's not going to do that. Like for another decade, be they're going to look at it and go. Realistically, we're going to get two more years out of his arm, and then he's going to be a hitter. How do we value him as a hitter? Like what he's doing now is freakish, and good. <laughs> we're never going to see it again. He it's might still unreal. be a relief pitcher, Greeno, when he's thirty-eight or thirty-nine. Hundred percent. Like fucking bring him in yeah. as a closer. Yeah. Like he'll still be like that's that fucking splitter he's got is unhittable. Um, but he did something this week, Damo, that has never been done before, which we said fucking so many times. Again. Yeah, but yeah. but this is like not like oh you know he just sorry Green I be- just have to point out Daryl in the chat how you fucking going Daryl by the way Daryl Levine old buddy on the internet Greeno um, Asian players sell fucking jerseys is that fucking nice fucking Gary? Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Ichiro, is, uh, Ichiro still has probably the most jersey sales of all time but I reckon Atani might overtake him eventually I would I would be I would take the calculation I would be a terrible GM because the way I would look at it is look if we can make 200 million out of merchandise in Japan just by sh- uh, signing Shohei Atani take that 200 million off what we owe him like you know well, you know what I mean and that, just that is, that I'll is break even on that that's a horrible. Well, no, no, because they're not, I'll, the, they're not in charge of the books. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, no, but but I'm also factoring in the fact that I'm going to get American company sponsorships and shit in the deal as well. So I'll give. I will. I will put the Japan money into his contract to secure him, so I can sell him here. You know what I mean? Mm. So I would be like, if look, if we can make two hundred million out of selling Shohei shit in Japan then I can offer him an extra $200 million in his contract because if he signs for my team, I'm going to have all of these you're fucking companies. Oh, yeah. They're tenfold, Brad, tenfold. Yeah. You know, and that's so- why you'll find a lot of um, – uh, I don't want to change the sport topic here, but you'll find a lot of the European football teams come to Australia in the off-season to try and gain those extra jersey sales because when you've got players who are on 250000 a week, you need every jersey sale you can. It's true. I mean, look at Barcelona. They went fucking broke. Yeah. Went broke. The one yeah. of the, the many times. <laughs> one of the best, one of the top, arguably one of the, the top four teams of the last 30 years, I reckon, Barcelona, yep. in the yep. world. I would put Barcelona of the last 30 years, Barcelona, Man U, sorry, Liverpool aren't in the last 30 years. It would be Barcelona, Man U, Real, Real Madrid, Madrid, and probably Bayern Munich. Those are the best four teams of the last thirty years, and they went fucking bankrupt. They had to they had to let Lionel Messi, the kid who's been there since he was fourteen years old, the best player in the world. They had to let him go because they couldn't afford to pay him. Greeno, one of the biggest teams in the world. I think if you talk about, um, they should have signed Shohei Itani. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a Shoei different sport, but he'll learn. Yeah. He'd find uh, a way. He would. Fucking show he's so good. He'd find a way. He'd be yeah. like the best player in the world. He's got we, a hell of a fastball. What that good? What good does that do us? <laughs> My point is that you've got to go to that international flavor to get extra revenue coming in from your clubs. And if you can sign the superstar from a, a country that's also crazy about the sport, then it's just you're making your money back quite easily. I mean, the A League teams factor that in when they sign. The A League team, you know, A League's famous for signing, you know, the 35 to 40 year old former, former, former fucking Daryl Strawberry tier stars. 
uh, yeah, you know, one-year contract, you know. Come out sure. here, play one year, you get to fucking go to the beach, take your family to the beach, and then fuck off and play somewhere else for money, you know. Good on them. Like, yeah, it brings fucking people to the ground. Like, I, like we, I went and watched a, an ABL game once just because an MLB pitcher was playing. And he was like a retired MLB pitcher, but I'm like fucking Guthrie, he's a World Series champ. I'll fucking go watch him. I went to a Blue Sox game. I mean, it didn't happen, but uh, Manny Ramirez signed. Manny Ramirez signed. I was pumped to see Manny, but he never played again. Yeah. Yeah, Nakamura was a fucking big one, Daryl, in a chat. Nakamura uh, was a huge one when Celtic signed him. The amount of uh, shirts. Think of Yao Ming, the Houston Rocket screener. Oh, mate. Fucking money. Uh, <laughs> they had, they had one, billion, one billion jersey sh- sales, Yao 100%. Ming. <laughs> Jeremy Lin sold fucking more. Like, he was an American, but yeah. he was an Asian American. Fucking- Doesn't matter. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough, so many, they said. So many jerseys. <laughs> insane. Insanity. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. So it matters huge. So don't be surprised if... I wouldn't be surprised if his contract fucking dwarfs Mike Mike Trout's next year, Greeno. Honestly, because there will be a team that's like, let's just fucking throw everything at it. I hope it's the Giants. I hope it's the Giants because if the Giants sign Shohei Itani, I'm fucking buying that jersey day one. Oh, they'll be sold out. You won't be able to. I'll I'll fork out four hundred dollars with all fucking import fees and wait four weeks for it. Doesn't matter. I'll be buying that jersey. I'm not hooked in enough to baseball to know, but I just automatically every time something like this comes up. But let you mind you, no one's come up like Shohei Itani before. That's never happened before. Never happened. But I just automatically go, yeah, the Yankees. (laughs) They're they're the ones who, (laughs) you know, I don't even know if that's true. It was definitely true for a long time. Like whoever the best player is, the Yankees just go out and buy them. It's the, know, it's the Dodgers now. It's but, the Dodgers. And, yeah. you know, he would stay in L.A. I mean, you know, that's a – that's a so the Dodgers are probably in the front seat to sign him if they want him, aren't they? Here's the thing, here's the thing about Shohei. He seems like a nice kid. Yeah. And he, ha- he had higher offers from other teams when he signed uh, to come over. But he's like, I just want to – I want to respect the game. I want to play with my – I want to play with the best player, my trap. Yeah, and he signed for the Angels. Yeah, like, but and, it's been a couple like, of years, oh, mate. I've seen I've no. seen them all go. You know what? I'm here. I'm a life. I watched Dylan Shield in an interview, a former Giants player, say, "I want to spend the rest of my career here, and I'm a proud Giant, and I want to be here forever." And the thought of playing for one team uh, really drives me on every day when I train and stuff. And I'm like, everyone was like, "Wow, good for you, Dylan. Thanks for sticking around." Next year, signed for Essendon. <laughs> the, the next off season, gone. I'm- I'm not saying Shohei's going to sign. He's not going to sign with the Angels. What I'm saying is I don't think he's going to be picking a team based on the highest dollar. Go to Oakland then. (laughs) They'll pay pay you (laughs) 200000 You'll get minimum wage at Oakland, but it'll be the (laughs) right choice. Trust me. (laughs) Last year, um, in regards to jersey sales or or shirt sales, whatever they call them over there, uh, there was four out of the top ten were from the Dodgers. Wow. Yeah, they would have Mookie Betts. Uh, I'm guessing. Well, the market. It's the market that's so huge for them. Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw, uh, Walker Bueller. No, uh, no, no, Walker. But I mean, uh, all all the Mexicans probably go for the one. Either all the Mexicans probably either go for a California team or a Florida team. You know, one who are the, the other, other? Who are the other two be? Uh, Bellinger and yeah. Corey Sager. Seager, oh, I forgot Seager played last year. Seager, here's the thing, Seager, was, Seager was injured last year, so that that, mm. that kind of threw me off. And Bellinger was shit, so, but he was the MVP two years earlier, so mm. make, makes a little bit of sense. So I thought it would have been Bueller. Bueller's good. Who was the top um, jersey sales last year? 
Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. See, I've never heard of him. I've heard of Mike Trout. I haven't heard of Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is very good, mate. Yeah. Um, Tatis Jr. got second, and Ronald Acuna Jr. got third. Okay. So there you go. Like, you know. So he wants- players. Here's the thing with Mike Trout, Dave, mate. Mike Trout is literally the best player in the game, right? Yeah. But he, he doesn't want any attention. Mm. So jersey sales are, are more like those players B just named more flashy players. So your Fernando mm. Tatis like bat flips and showing showing off and stuff like that. Um, fun fact: Tatis Junior last year led the league. He was like an MVP candidate, but led the league in errors for fucking most of the year. He was completely incompetent in the field. But they're like, hey, he kind of he's flashy and he hits a bit. Like fucking, how good is this? Exciting! Let the kids have fun. But everyone just ignored the bad defense. Mike just Travis so, does everything good, but he's just not flashy, so people don't buy the buy the jersey. He's the, ca- he's, he's the Cameron the Smith. Ever. He's the Cameron Smith of the of Very baseball. Very Cameron Smith. He's the accountant. Mike Trout grinds fun, grinds you out. Bores no, you he to just death. Uh, <laughs> not bores you to death. He's fucking amazing. He's yeah. he's beautiful to watch. But he, he, like he's into weather. He's like, I'm, I'm into the Weather Channel. I'm like, really, Mike? You need yeah. to give us something more. He's like, that's what I like. I like the Weather Channel. He's just fucking. He's boring, but he's just the best player ever. Just all about um, the game. Until, until until Shohei, who in himself is kind of like very subdued Japanese, just kind of like respectful. respectful yeah, doesn't cause any trouble. Yes, head sir, down, bum up attitude. There was a beautiful fucking moment throughout the week where Shohei. They do like these hand checks, right, for sticky stuff now. Sticky they, stuff. They, they, they ban the tricky stuff. Shell or Mr. Shell or Mr. Mr. You can't put the sticky stuff in the hand. So the, the, the ump was coming over to like feel his hand to make sure he didn't have sticky stuff. Shohei just out of habit thought he was trying to shake his hand. And so he gave him, gave him the handshake and the ump kind of like dragged him, pulled him back going, no, man, I'm fucking check your hand. But it was so beautiful because Shohei's so innocent. He's like, I know i got no sticky stuff. But I thought you just wanted to shake my hand. I, I shook it. I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to the stat man no, before we just talk about Shohei. Well, can minutes. I just say, though, um, can the I Angels, the man, sir? but the Angels, how often is this? Well, the Angels are going to be remembered as the team that had the two best players in yeah. the, who have ever played the game, probably, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. and didn't do and fuck all nothing. with them. Yeah, well, not, what not a shitty, that. what a shitty fucking legacy, though. Like, you should be fucking mm-hmm. ashamed of yourself for that, but it's okay because the Angels are like a kind of middle tier transient team aren't they there's people yeah. the the angels are like the a's right it's full of people who are either on their way up or on their way down but never anyone who's all the way up or all the way down you know what i mean yeah, they're kind of the stepbrother of the dodgers right? to be honest in la like yeah they're a feeder team you know what they're i mean a, no they're not a feeder team in any way shape or form no, but i'm trying to find a comparison right you, but i'm trying to find a comparison to like say my team in the premier league southampton they're, they're viewed as like look southampton's very good at, at signing very talent talented 17 year olds and then they'll sell them when they're 21 and then that 21 year old will sign for one of the big clubs and win shit you know right, what I mean? So or they're very, uh, good, a, you know, coming back down the other way. Teams are very; those kinds of teams are very good at getting the kids for a few years when they're very uh, on their way to being good, but not having them when they are. Well, or the signing only- players who were very good and aren't anymore, and coming back what, down. That's yeah. what they are. So yes. the, the the A's are good at signing young talent and then selling them off, just as they're getting good. Yes. The Angels are are the opposite. They sign aging superstars. Try and get one more year out of them. 
them. <laughs> well, they, they try and get 10 years out of him. Paul Hall's $200 million when he was on the decline and it didn't work. Uh, they're just the basket case. They're just poorly managed. Like they're the reverse of Moneyball because they literally have the two best players in the world. And they thought, here's a good idea. Let's go sign Anthony Rendon, who's an amazing hitter. But they, they, they spent like $200 million on him as well. They didn't need hitting. They already had Mike Trout. They had Atani. They had some good young bats coming through. This is a team that last year in the draft were like, we've been criticized for not having enough pitching for the last five years because they haven't had enough pitching. That's why they suck. But everyone they, they draft- pick is terrible. No, they drafted nothing but pitchers. It's never happened before. Right. So they just go pick round one, two, three, four, five, after like round 20. I think the first hitter. Like, but that's not that's a way me. to run a team, though, is it? You shouldn't be no in stupid. that situation in the first place. The need to pick fucking five It was all pitches. very stupid. But some of those players are coming through now, and it's kind of funny because it's like <laughs> this they year. They some right, just, diamonds in the rough. They pick some. Well, they got a uh, Reed Detmans. He no, threw a no-hitter earlier in the year. He, he was one of those picks out of that, that stupid draft where they're just like, we'll just fucking pick another pitches there. Even, sure, even the sun shines out of a dog's ass some days, Greeno. Anyone can win the lottery. Anyone can win the lottery. Just because you put in the same, same division as Oakland. Cat Don't make it a biscuit. But. Well, that's it. Well, that, well, B, that's, that's the bad point because Oakland will be back again soon. Come on, Oakland. Um, yeah, back again to just be on the fringes of greatness and then sell everyone. <laughs> and, Troy, and Troy's Mariners too, they're starting to creep up as well. Creep up, man. They're fucking sucking this year. This was meant to be their year. They've Have been they just what, 20, like- <laughs> 21 years since like they've been in the playoffs and this was meant to be their year. They had are, the Paramat- year. Are, are the Mariners like the Parramatta Eels fans where when they, whenever Parramatta Eels fans, whenever the team wins a few games, all of a sudden you start seeing their jersey everywhere and they're all like yeah it's our year we're coming back strong mate here we go nah, man. Mariners yeah, nah, fans are the yeah, opposite they know this shit. Yeah. these guys are diehards right like they've they've suffered 21 years without a playoff game mm. so they're more like West Tigers fans mm. um, <laughs> if we're, we're doing a comparison we yeah, like no, Troy's team as well Troy will be listening to this later hello shout out to Unity Troy that's his team Unity Troy we were pumped before this year because we thought as our, our, little, our little baseball group me be in Troy. Like, this is the year, boys, that all three of our teams make the postseason. It's expanded yeah. playoffs. Fucking Seattle's on the way up. The Braves are reigning champions and fucking they've got still got a cracking team. The Giants are the little engine that could. We might all fucking play playoff baseball. And but then the poor old Mariners, 21 year drought or whatever it may be. Uh I think it is 21 because it would have been 2001 when they set that record, right? 116 game wins. Um, <laughs> we're still cheering them on, but they're just sucking. And and the thing that were, they were touted for was like they bought in Jesse Winker, they bought in uh, uh, Suarez, they, they bought in Rodriguez, their young uh, superstar. He's coming to the squad. They they had Kellenek, okay. they had to send back down. Um, they've got uh, uh, Ty, Ty France. Yeah, apologies. Like, fucking, they're probably their best hitter. You're right, B.E. Um, Why so do Seattle players. teams yeah, yeah, always suck? fucking hit. It's unreal. <laughs> Greeno, why do Seattle teams always suck? Like, the Supersonics fucking sucked, okay? Like, oh, my man, Kemp, Kemp in the glove, yeah, baby. No, 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 Kemp dunked, okay? Kemp dunked a lot, and Sean Payton, he was okay, but he was still like a third-string Dream Team player. Like Gary he, Payton. Gary Payton, fucking Sean Kemp. And so he was still like a third string dream team. Like he wasn't. He was. He was a guy who got five minutes off the bench for the conf- uh, for the fucking uh, All Star game. You know what I mean? He wasn't huge, but 
they but even when they had a good team, they didn't win shit. You know what I mean? They were the team that got knocked out second week of the finals every year, kind of thing. Why do Seattle teams? <laughs> why do Seattle teams always? Yeah, and they fucking got obliterated. Why do yeah. Seattle teams always fucking suck, Greeno? Why is it because of the suicide rate? Is it the grunge? <laughs> is it the weather? What the weather. is it about Seattle so that makes teams suck and not win stuff? Why? Oh, well, the Seahawks beg to differ. Yeah, but they their 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 thing wasn't like a long standing. It wasn't enough. You know, exceptions to trends do not invalidate trends, Greeno. Right. <laughs> It wasn't Take enough off. to turn Take the off. tide. It was – how many did they win? One or two? Was it one or two? B.E.? You probably know NFL better than I do. They lost a couple, didn't they? <laughs> no, they didn't. They, well, they didn't win. They, they definitely won one. They definitely won one. And then they lost the one where they should have handed off instead of passing. Um, so, That's yeah, right. I think they only ever won one. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah. And so they, they choked in that as well. They sucked in yeah. that. Okay. Yep. So there was one instance in the last 30 years we've established where a Seattle team didn't suck. Okay. What nice, Gary. Nice, <laughs> So I would I put it to you. Why do Seattle teams generally suck? <laughs> what is it? What's going on up there? <laughs> Unity Troy, if you're listening to this, can you explain, please, in the DMs? Well, yeah, Unity uh, Troy is a Seattle fan all, all across the board. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that he was saying, um, oh, maybe a few months ago now, Greeno, that um, the Supersonics basketball singlets are still like higher than some current teams in merchandise. Yeah, someone wanted to move yeah. one of the someone wanted to move one of the current NBA teams back to Seattle and call it the Supersonics, but it's like the Charlotte Hornet situation. It's not the it's not actually the same team. No, it's a different the Bobcats, team. Even though the Pelicans <laughs> are actually the Hornets. That's right. <laughs> It's really stupid. It's really stupid. It's so fucking um, dumb. Yeah, Super Bowl question. The Seahawks um, won it in 2014. They smacked the Broncos 43 days. Everyone smacked the Broncos. Who cares? So they didn't suck in the one year where they had the, the one team that sucked more than them. No! <laughs> the, year, the year after they got done by four by the Patriots. Uh, but it was the year when the they, they, yeah. should, they should have handed off instead of passing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Good talk. Can we get to this show? So one, one, lost one. I was trying to talk about fucking 40 yep. minutes ago. Yes, go. Hit the stat, hit the stat man button for me, please, sir. I'm a stat man. So, hey, is the first uh, player born in Japan to have eight RBIs in a game of MLB history? Is he the first player born in Japan to do it or the first player to do it? First player born in Japan to do it. So the first Japanese player to have eight RBIs. Oh, because this one says... The the stat from ESPN says Shohei Itani is the first MLB player with both an eight RBI game and thirteen strikeout game in a career. That doesn't say I mean, anything about being yeah, the first Japanese. Yeah, that's the next stat man. That's fucking eight on the rundown, dude. Oh, is, how read many fucking stat mans do we have read on the this fucking rundown, bro? Why would Shohei I read the rundown? I've been telling too. you for ten years. Fuck the rundown. <laughs> Nobody cares, <laughs> Brad. Have you read the rundown, rundown. Brad? Honestly, have you read the rundown? Have you looked at the rundown? <laughs> Brad, you fucking why okay. you had a different stat to me. Now, now you, you know, we Brattles. We're talking about the rundown while we're waiting for you to clog on. Now Here's you know why the rundown is so important. This is what I've been saying all this time, Here's that the, the rundown is very, very important. It's no, no, the no, key let's fucking, thing. Let's open, let's open the kimono for a minute. Okay. For fucking, <laughs> what, a year? You pissed a moment and go, Greeno, I need the links, bro. I, yeah. I need the fucking links. Give me, send me the yeah, links. Yeah, because if we're going to talk, I need the links. If we're doing a rundown, I need the links. I would prefer not to do the rundown, but since we are, I need the leaks. That's very well, fucking. 
the links are in the fucking rundown. They are. And you Thank you. The, you ignored number seven and just went straight to eight, which is fucking next in the rundown. Anyway, <sighs> stat man. I thought this was the same stat. It's a different stat. <laughs> Because it's the first Japanese player. But he's also the first player. He's also the first player, isn't he? Yeah, I know, but he's the first Japanese player in fucking fucking my hero. He looks different and he did it. Wow. He did it. Good for him. Hit a stat man for me, please, sir. Okay. I'm a stat man. He likes rice and he's good at baseball. Let's fucking celebrate it. So on one day. He hit the eight RBIs, which has never been done by a Japanese player before. The next day, he's like time to fucking pitch, boys. He came out. And he <laughs> hang on, hang on, and- hang on, Greeno. I have to point this out. Daryl yeah. in the chat. Stop, stop stat blacking. Uh, stop, pardon me. Stop <laughs> stat blocking, Boogie. We've been waiting the whole show for this. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> fucking nice, Gary Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> Stat blocking. <laughs> stat blocking. I like you've been doing it for fucking 25 minutes. I've been, been doing it. I've been doing it for fucking 10 years. What are you years. talking about? <laughs> That's so, my uh, job on the show. So, Shay, after becoming the first uh, first Japanese player to get ARBIs, next day he's like, I'm going to have a pitch today. He became the first MLB player with both an eight RBI game and a 13 strikeout game in his career. He did it in two nights. Not just the first so, one in Japan either, apparently. No. Now, here's the thing, right? So, numbers. So, uh, war is a stat, right? Mm. Uh, wins above replacements. It's this weird fucking mathematical thing where they talk about how much a player will impact compared to a comparative player, a win, a chance of a win for uh, a team. It's like XG in yeah, um, football, yes. so expected yes. goals, They and they Spot mark on. up like yeah. where you took the shot from, how long you've had possession in the final third and all that shit. Yes, yeah. sort of like that. It's kind of like going, how important is this dude? How much does this dude contribute to, a, to the team being successful? So Shohei in those two games had a war of one, okay? So one win above a replacement, which sounds like doesn't seem like much. Willie Stargell won the MVP in the 60s with a whole season, 162 games of 2.7 war. Wow. So what Shohei did in in two games was literally almost halfway there. Almost halfway of the MVP. (laughs) Jesus Christ. On a whole season. It's fucking unbelievable. And you don't and you don't think the Yankees will sell their fucking Jewish mothers down the river just to get this to they'll knock they'll start knocking off their fucking mothers just to get the inheritance so they can pour money into the let's get Shohei account, Greeno. The Yankees are gonna be all over him. We'll find out. Uh, it would be good. Would I would say? be good to see him in New York. I fucking no, hate the fuck Yankees. No, fuck no. I hate the Yankees. I don't uh, want him anywhere. You know, he, it's it's the one way you can ensure that the world will remember him. You know what I mean? If he the signs for New York, him. he'll be remembered as one of the greatest players ever. If he plays another couple of years down here at the Angels, everyone will be like, yeah, remember that Jap that could hit and throw? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? So he gets to a fucking team that's deserving of his greatness. Well, not that's the Yankees. How, fucking that's what send to the Giants. I'm yeah, happy to go to the Giants. Can't, you can't compare the – I'm sorry, Greeny. You can't – like take this from a non-baseball fan. You can't compare the San Francisco Giants to the New York Yankees. 
the New York Yankees are like everyone knows the Yankees. You know, I'm saying fuck the Yankees. I hate the Yankees too. Don't get me wrong. Any team but the Yankees and the Dodgers. Anywhere else, he can go to the other 28 teams and I'll be happy. Just not those two because fuck those teams. Imagine if he shows up in Toronto or something. It's like, yeah, I moved here because I want to. I want my family to open a restaurant. I'm a big fan of poutine poutine and Tim Hortons. Like fucking down for that. He might go to Seattle and it's like, yeah, because, you know, no one's going to care if I don't win here. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Damo, just to, um, just to answer your question before, before Brino rudely interrupted with a bunch of MLB stats, yep. but the most RBIs in a game is 12. Stat, 12 stats. 12, 12, 12 RBIs. RBIs yeah, by, it's happened twice in 1924 and 1993, and they both players were from the Cardinals. Wow, there you go. St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals are the other team that's like I have a soft spot for as a non-baseball fan just because of their fans, you know what I mean? Aren't the Cardinals famously like the fucking um, – they're like the poor kind of underdoggy kind of types, St. Louis Cards? So I like that aspect of their team history, you know what I mean? They got, they got very, yeah, their fans are known as like very, very old school kind yeah. of fans. They're just passionate about the sport. Uh, so that would be your B team if you had to pick one, Damo, behind the A's? Uh, no, I don't, I don't, no, I've never thought of a B team. I just like their, their story, but I'm, you know, I don't care if they win or not. You have a B team? No. no. Really? I, I kind of don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> I have soft spots for certain teams and players for certain different reasons. Like, you know, I, I kind of like the Blue Jays with what they're doing there. Like, mm-hmm. Carrera Jr.'s killing it there. Like, I like watching him play. Same for Atani. Like, you got to respect that guy. It doesn't mean yeah. I go for the go for LA. It just means that I, I enjoy watching their games because of his talent. Because you want to see um, him. Same as yeah. Trout. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, I'm the same as you. I fucking hate the Yankees, but look what Judge is Judge doing. Judge is doing fucking – yeah, me. you can't can't hate what Judge is doing. And no, I, right. I love watching Stanton as well. Like, that dude fucking hit bombs left, right, and center. Everyone else can go fuck himself, but aside from those yeah. two, good times. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't particularly like the Dodgers, but, you know, one of my favourite players of all time now plays for him, and it fucking hurts me, you know, like – so oh, I Freddie. keep an eye on them. Yeah. Ah, see, well, here's the thing. I, the, the only satisfaction I could take out of the Dodgers, who are the Giants' rivals, uh, when they won the World Series, of like Clayton Kershaw is so good. I can't, I can't hate that dude getting a ring. Like I kind of wanted to see him get a ring, even though it meant the Dodgers had to get one. Kershaw was a guy that, yeah, I got enough of respect for. Freddie, ah, fuck Freddie. He left the Braves, so fuck him. Uh, <laughs> but it's all about Matt Olson now, mate. Fuck That's it, also, man. Bro, fucking Atlanta boy at heart. Like he's, he's yeah. grew up in Atlanta boy. He's good. Greeno, fifteen minutes. Sorry, fifteen minutes from the ground. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I want to give yes, you sir. an option. I want to give you an option. Okay, so we can either do your Mike Trout stat man, or Mike Trout stat man. Yep. Or we can do an impromptu little um, thing that I remember how we were talking about sponsorship and how it's important and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I yeah. have something a little bit left field that you might enjoy, that you might like. Okay. 
if you want to see that. So it's the mis- it's the it's the saucepans or the mystery box. <laughs> what do you want to do? One, why not both? Like the Taco Bell ad. Okay, why don't we have both? Okay. Well, can we also do the vagina as well? Because that's not one of them. But I'm a scat man. So we talked about Shohei. We kind of forget that Mike Trout's still the best player ever. Yep. Uh, Mike Trout of the Angels is the first player in MLB history to hit four game-winning home runs in a single series. So he against the Seattle Mariners. Clutch player. Enough, Clutch he player. hit. Yeah. He hit four home runs, and all four of them were the the home run that put his team ahead, and they never lost from there. Anyone it's, who's dependable. It's never happened before in a four game series. It's fucking unreal. Anyone been going for two hundred years. Sorry, anyone? Man. No, no, you're okay. Any anyone in any sport who's dependable at winning when it matters instantly earns an extra ten percent on any fucking contract. That Reggie Miller, for example, like. If I was, if just say you could do your all-time fucking fantasy NBA draft, Reggie oh, Miller, right. Reggie Miller would literally be the first player I'd pick. He doesn't, he he's not number one in any statistic field. Mm-hmm. But what the statistic field don't show you is whenever you throw Reggie Miller with the ball with two seconds to go, he hits the fucking shot. You know, and that's what you're fucking paying for. Like, and you know, he, he's not going to hit the shot 100% of the time, but he'll hit it 70% of the time, where most people will hit it 20% of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's worth it, man. So, like, those clutch players, and Trout sounds like one of them. Like, there's someone you know can win it when it matters. Like, it's a, you can hit home runs. You know, there are players who hit home runs only when the team's losing. There's AFL players who only kick five goals when the team loses. You know what I mean? Because mm. the pressure's Trout, off. Trout's team loses more often than not, though. <laughs> Sorry, me if I'm wrong here, um, Greeno, but some of those, um, those uh, game-winning hits were – Bases loaded as well, so they had no choice. Yeah. They couldn't walk the guy. Yeah. Well, they'd pro- probably be better just to walk the guy and lose on a. No, ball, because they got. A, a you've still got to hit. You've still got to hit the home run, <laughs> though, right. don't you? Yeah. You've still got to hit it over the fence. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? Oh, but that's and, that's the pressure he puts on the the pitcher because four times in a row. Just, <laughs> it happens that often that people just sit there and go, "All right, we're on here. Get ready to catch this." But like, is, four times in a row. Story. That's like hitting four buzzer beaters in a row, though. That's ridiculous. Hundred percent, man. You like, know, it's, yeah. it's unreal. That's clutch. Like, that's clutch as fuck. Half court shots. Yep. It's insane. Game. You know, it's nuts. Doesn't now, matter that you... the pitchers had to. We'll be a better fucking pitcher then. Pitch him out. No, you know, my trout is that fucking good. Doesn't matter. Uh, now, here's, here's some context for you as well. Two weeks ago, my trout was in an O for twenty six slump. It was the worst of his career. He didn't get a hit in twenty six at bats, which seems fucking horrible, right? Fucking no one twenty six. Plenty of players have done it, but they're like, for my trout's never happened. Fucking is my trout. He's lost finished. He's over. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Since then, he's hit eight home runs, and then he had this series where he fucking did four four home runs in four games, and it was all go ahead. He wins. just had a spell. People have yeah, like, spells. Like not everyone's good all the fucking time. You, you don't instantly have, like, become. Week. You don't instantly become bad at a sport unless you're Ian Baker Finch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the only one who just became bad. In a major. Yeah, yeah, well, but he was good every other time. Ian every Baker time. Finch became bad at every. He became he became awful at golf, like instantly. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was nuts. It I've never seen anything like it. It does happen. Uh, you want to do an impromptu thing? You said. Yeah, I've got to show you this thing. So we were talking about how important sponsorship is. And I want to ask you, how important is sponsorship really? Like, how far are you willing to go? Now, we've spoken before on this show. We've, from time to time, Greeno and Brad, we mentioned cricket, okay? It just seems to be a topic that might Sorry, come boys. up. I'm just going to mute myself for a couple of minutes. I'll be back. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. I think he's probably getting in trouble because he's up so late. He's <laughs> not, not in trouble. He's just got to use the bathroom. Oh, he's got to take a piss. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, in trouble. Quick go. Well, we'll wait till he comes back then. Um, we'll take this opportunity to talk about something else. What's uh, What are you looking at bet-wise this weekend uh, on your perso, personal accounts? Actually, let me just tell you where I'm at live at the moment because I've got a couple that are running. You're in the double. Uh, you're in the double header tonight, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Um, so I just won um, Serbia versus Canada in the volleyball. That was a good game. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> um, I'm waiting on the result of Brazil versus Iran. Oh, you're a mad. Uh, you're a fucking mad. But nothing to go on this weekend seriously because the the, the AFL matchups are so fucking. Right, and there's no NRL because it's um, international round and, and origin round. Yeah. So I've gone the minus five and a half for the Kiwis to beat the Tongans in the league. It's mm. um, um, Adelaide head-to-head against North Melbourne and Port Adelaide into um, eight head-to-head over the Gold Coast. That's not bad. I mean, in tight in tight weekends, I, I, I find it difficult to bet on tight weekends in the head-to-head market because it's mm. tight, you know what I mean? I'm not getting a lot of value, yeah. whereas, you know, what's good in those tight games is shit like uh, possessions over 20, um, kick yeah. a goal, you know, those are the ones. Like, I'll even try to. Tonight, Hawthorne was just too juicy. I think it was like $3.30 or something. It's like, I've got to yeah. load, it, load it up, you know, um, yeah. because otherwise it'll be like a $25, uh, $2.50 return or something's not worth it. But yeah. in those kinds of games, I'll I'll try to stack one where it's like I'll have two or three players. Like, you know, if it's going to be a tight game between two bottom teams, don't expect mm. a lot of defense, you know what I mean? They're probably they're probably going to yeah. kick, kick a lot and go for it because they can sniff blood in each other. They'll play differently, whereas a bottom team plays a top team. They, they tend to go into their shell, and stats don't always yeah. reflect that, you know? So well, that's why I said I stayed away from uh, I stayed away from Mitchell for disposals because I thought that the Bulldogs would um, target him. Yeah, the I thought the same. Just take over. I so thought I, that's um, why I backed Sicily for disposals because I thought, well, the Bulldogs are going to fucking pepper it in there, thinking that they mm. can get the better of Hawthorne's backline. You know what I mean? But Hawthorne love yeah. it in there. They love to springboard. You know, so Sicily's going to oh. be just dominating back. How many did Sicily end up with? It must have been over two. Let me just quickly get that up. Um, they, I mean, they lost the game, but yeah, Sicily would have got um, twenty in a heartbeat. I think Sicily got twenty-two. Twenty-two. There you go. Yeah. So the I, um, I went the um, I went the same game multi with the result of Western Bulldogs minus and a half, minus five and a half. I got uh, I ended up getting six out of seven legs. So I just needed Cody Waitman to kick a goal. Oh, he didn't kick one. Waitman didn't get one. Fuck! I had Waitman and too. For the group bet, yeah, um, yeah. But at the moment, I'm looking good for the same game multi on the West Coast game. I need Tim Kelly to get two disposals, um, Zach Merritt to get one, and I've won that one. That's a oh, that's an nice. eight leg multi. Oh, what nice, the fuck's yeah. happening? Nice, what the fuck happened in the third quarter? In the in Essendon the Western, game? In, no, yeah. the Hawthorne game. Oh yeah, Hawthorne. Like four, this is Hawthorne's four, year. They've, they've been like this all year. Three good quarters, one just they get blown out. Forty to four. That's the game. That's yeah. that's your bet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but I, yeah, I throw good. money on them because I tonight I thought especially at three dollars. Like if you just look at the 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 odds before the game and then the final score, you'll say, oh, that reflects it. But I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think it does on this occasion. But. 
Hawthorne is a team that just like if you've watched them play, they just go for it all the time. And so yeah, yeah. they do lose by, you know, fucking four, five, six goals when they lose. But when they win, they can beat really good teams when they win because they just keep attacking all the time. And I thought Bulldogs Ooh. are in a situation where if, like, the start, because Hawthorne was up at the start by, like, three or four goals, and I thought this might fucking do it, like, because Bulldogs are in that situation where they're just trying to keep in touch with the eight, and if you shock yeah. them hard enough, they might go into their shell you know what I mean? So I just thought if Hawthorne gets a good jumpy start, gets on top of them, we might be in here. But they did, and I, at half time I stopped watching, and I'm like, oh, this one's in the bag. <laughs> Hawthorne's they were going up by really. 26. Well. I know it was nuts. They were up by 26 at the first quarter. <laughs> they were yeah. dominating. They were completely right. controlling them, and I'm like, oh, this, yeah. this is fine. And then we started the show, and then you jumped on, and you're like, oh, it was I don't know, 20 minutes into the show, and you're like, oh yeah, by the way, Hawthorne got smashed. And I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> So they um they dropped um, Libra into the back. I think um, Swans did that with um, Callum Mills a few few matches ago, and then everything that went into the attack in fifty for Hawthorne just got cleaned up by Libra, and he ended up with thirty disposals tonight. That's you, very un. You know why? Unusual. You know why? I'm not I'm I'm not saying this because I'm a Giants fan. I reckon this comes back to Himmelberg being moved into the back line by Mark McVeigh. Because McVeigh said from the outset, no, 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 we want like one of our best ball users in the defensive part of the ground, not the offensive part of the ground, which goes counter, yeah. it's counterintuitive. You know what I mean? Like you would think yeah. you want your best ball users delivering it to the goal scorers, but he's like, no, no, no I mm. want my best ball users delivering it to the midfield. And it's like, well, okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, well, what, what did Himmelberg have like 37 or something the other week? You know, something nuts. And it was like 85%. It was 85% efficiency, which is ridiculous. Like, so everything he kicked fucking stuck to the chest of the guy he was kicking it to. And then since they've moved Himmelberg back, the Giants, because they all watch each other, all of a sudden now, like you said, I'm starting to see these players who are getting just fucking like uh, subbed into the defensive line. Like Liberatore is going back there and Callum Mills is going back there. And it's why? Because they want good, efficient um you know, line-breaking ball use out of the defensive third, I think. Just, yeah. So Himmelberg at the moment averages 14 disposals a match and um, two weeks ago against North Melbourne, he got 37. Nice, Gary! 37. Yeah. 37. You- That's why I remembered it, because of that clerk's line. <laughs> 37. <laughs> Have you had the chance to check out my AFL stat sheet yet? No, because you know why I don't I don't do Google Docs. I don't I've never done hangouts, I've never done Google calls or whatever. I don't I don't know how to use Google Docs, man. So <laughs> as soon as I it, saw as soon as I saw it was a Google Docs link, I was like, oh okay, and I tried to click on it and I couldn't open it and I was like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. All right. Yeah, I need like so is I, there I another way I could look it. at it or <laughs> I only use Google Docs for this because, it, like, Greeno can log on right now and see exactly live what I've done. I don't have to share a document. Are you like, actually yeah. personally physically updating that spreadsheet? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now, I'm, now, I, game, now I definitely have to look at it. Docs. Okay. No, Gary! <laughs> no, I will look at that because, look, when I was really big into sports betting, Greeno will tell you, like, sort of like, I don't know, Greeno was like 22, 23, 24 kind of age. Like I went hardcore and that's the shit you have to do is keep spreadsheets and track all the stats and it's just, it takes so much fucking effort that it's like, oh, God. It's, you know, it's barely worth it at the end of it. 
But if so, if you're you... doing, if you're personally doing that, now I feel like a right cunt because I was like, oh, it's a Google <laughs> Doc. It's too hard. I'm not even going to bother. Uh, but I thought you were, I thought you were sending me some fucking like betting website link or something. You know, like, oh, this is what I'm getting. And I didn't know that you were actually physically doing it. So it's you know, my, it's not... my personal Excel spreadsheet. So sorry about that. I didn't know. I genuinely didn't know that it was actually you updating it until just now. So now, okay, you know what? I'll figure out how to use Google Docs so I can look at it. Can you can you see the comment section in um, Discord? I just put a screenshot in there, uh, and that's of the Giants section in Discord. Where's the com? I don't have a comment section in Discord. Do I? Uh, I don't know. I can do it then. I'll put it in your DMs in Twitter then. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to work Discord. I'll uh, just we're cutting edge here on this show, mate. We're all That's of us. It. We're all doing really we are, well. We're doing, doing the ads. Do you do the ad thing? The ad thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it is getting late, isn't it? I'm just We're just hanging out with the boys, and all of a sudden the fucking time gets away. I just went in there. I said to the wife, I'm like, let me know if you're too loud. She's like, you're fucking too loud. <laughs> I'm like, well, like, all right, see you wrap we'll wrap it up soon. <laughs> all right. Well, we can do this because I wanted to show you this. And the reason I wanted to show you this was <clears> – <throat> Um, before the show, I didn't realize that you were, we were end up, uh, pardon me, we were going to end up about talking about, um, you know, sponsorship and how important it is and stuff. I was oh, watching. If talk, sorry. If we're going to talk sponsorship, we're going to do another segment after it from Jim M word in the chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So we were talking about sponsorship, Shohei Atani and, you know, funneling the money that you make from Jersey sales. Daryl Levin in the chat's actually been dropping some fucking great stats in there. Uh, Park. Uh, Ji Sung, it was a Ji Sung Park or Park Ji Sung, whichever. What was it? Um, you know, he eats his dog or something. Liverpool fans used to sing. I don't know. I oh, know it was the Manchester United fans, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> he played for Manchester United. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he played for Manchester United, but I think Manchester United fans sung a song about how he's eaten his dog or something, didn't they? <laughs> like, but it was a song <laughs> like, look, we love you even though you eat your dog, I think. Yeah, yeah like it was something like that. I mean, it's Manchester. What are you going to do? So, you know, they were doing their thing. Um, but, yeah, apparently the they kept him on the list, and I had heard that before. They kept him on the list for years. Before, like, beyond, he, was, he wasn't any good for the Premier League for the last couple of years, but Sir Alex just fucking loved him. And the reason being, they, they got so much fucking merchandise sales out of him, out of Asia, that it was fucking worth it. You know what I mean? It was worth it to throw him on for a few minutes at the end of a fucking Champions League game because who fucking cares? And they're gonna they're gonna make twenty million dollars whenever they do it. Throw him on, you know. And every now and then he's gonna pipe up and score a goal, and it's gonna be amazing. We'll sell another fucking hundred million shirts. So we were talking about sponsorship and how important it is. Now we've talked about on the show before, Greeno, that the second most important job in Australia has often been referred to as who, Greeno? The captain of the Australian, captain of Australian cricket team. Correct. Captain of the Australian cricket team. You've got number one, prime minister, number two, captain of the Australian cricket team. Now, we Speaking have... Speaking of, fucking another duck, Aaron Finch, just now. Oh, no, but nice, he's not... Gary. But see, now we're in a year of different kinds of cricket. I think the captain of the Australian cricket team is the test cricket captain. Test team. Yeah. Always You're the right. test team. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you can be the captain of the bees if you want, you know, like, you know, the one day team or the 2020 team. I mean, being the captain of the 2020 team is like being the captain of the ball games team when the football team plays, you know, you know, remember the ball games in, in primary school where you'd throw the medicine ball through your legs and 
all these different kind tunnel of ball, ball games. Tunnel ball was the name of the, the game we used to play, sir. With the where you – oh, tunnel ball. Yeah. That is right. Yep. There you go. Nice, Gary. Nice, so, Gary. So you're the captain of the tunnel ball team. And the football <laughs> captain is out there on the football field playing actual ball sports. You're playing ball sports, quote unquote, but that's what they say for the kids who aren't good enough for the football team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but the does... Oztag team against the NRL team. <laughs> that's right. Hey, don't go shitting on Oztag, mate. I used to play Oztag. Oztag is pretty hectic, actually, to Oztag's be fair. Oztag's she didn't play NRL, yeah. mate. That's why. <laughs> Those old tag guys are really good. Constant action, quick pace. It is. Greeno to get in there and get the ball out. You know what Oz tags like? Oz tags like indoor cricket for football. You know what I mean? It's so much more like. Yeah. Fun game. I don't get hit. I don't get hit by meatheads. Great. Yeah. But you've still got to be agile and smart, Mm -hmm. and you've got to use space and stretch the defense and look for gaps. And I mean, it works. Uh, But here's something that might not work, Greeno, and I just wanted to show you this. So this is the Australian Test cricket captain, and I want to I want to play this ad for you, and I just want to tack on, if I may, Greeno, a little bit. Look, a little bit of life advice for the Australian Test cricket captain Pat Cummins. Okay, Pat, you're the Australian Test cricket captain, the second most important job in the country. You don't have to do everything they tell you. Okay, you don't have to sign every fucking marketing <laughs> deal that comes into you. And sometimes, maybe it doesn't work. Have a look at this. Pat, I'm shaving. I know, Bo, but now I'm Jillian's new supermodel and I need to hone my technique. You also need facial hair. Am I doing it right? You can go a lot faster than that. I use the ProGlide because it has this flexible thing that gives you a super close shave. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving this skin guard razor. It's gentle, no rash, bro. Check out these chisel good looks. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck is going on? Pat, you are the Australian Test Cricket Captain. I know they've been doing Gillette ads for a long, long time, but it's getting worse and worse and worse. Remember when Ricky Ponting used to do it? And it would be something like he's fucking yeah. running on the on the road or something and be like, I'm working hard. You know, it'd be like that. Now, what are we doing? Fucking Zoom calls with, is this I, the I kid from the, the from the Deadspawn or Dead, uh, what's his name? Deadpool movie? I think it is. I think that's the no, kid from was, the Deadpool he's movie. The, he's the Kiwi kid for the just did a de- deodorant commercial in, in um, New Zealand. Why is there a Kiwi kid doing a deodorant commercial for an, with the Australian cricket team? We should be ashamed of ourselves. Uh, oh, it, got really, it got really popular in Australia and then they signed him up over here. I, I, I uh, Want to hit a quick stat man for me, Damo? Stat man. I'm a stat man. Pat Cummins' net worth this year, inclusive of endorsements, <laughs> yes, $44 million. <laughs> nice, Gary. Now, I want to break down how much of that is Gillette money. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> I think you'll find that um, how much was it worth? How much was it worth to do this, Pat? What are you doing, it's worth mate? It. If he's worth forty-four mil, it's fucking worth it. Forty-four I, million. That's you do, know what? That's actually insane. I never. You know what? I'm, I must be so fucking old now that I thought, well, 
the Australian Test cricket captain, I mean, I don't really know the Australian cricket salary structure, so it's not... Not much. He got 3.2 mil from the IPL. Okay. Um, he probably got, let's call it 3, 4 mil from Australian cricket. Yeah, I would say that. And then I would say, I you know what, I'd put like 10 million. Mil? I would put I 10 million spots. on sponsorship total in Australian markets. Yeah, he's got the stupid you know. KFC ads. He's got yeah. those. He does dirty. a lot of ads, man. There's a lot of ads. I reckon this one's at least worth 3, 4 mil. I'd fucking look like an idiot for 3. I'd, we did this shit for free. Like for three, four mil, I'd it get disappoints in me. It disappoints me because Michael Clark was one of my favourite players to watch. And Greeno wow. will tell you when we started the show, that's when Michael Clark was a nobody playing in state cricket, and I mm. was constantly on the show going, "Look at this fucking Michael Clark kid. He's amazing. He just takes everyone on. He's a great player." And you know, he ended up becoming Australian captain. But then, of course, he ended up becoming the fucking crusty the clown of Australian captains because he was just merchandise. <laughs> He was selling fucking merchandise all the time, all the time. And I hate that. I hate that stuff because, you know, if, if it were me, great, honestly, man, if it were me and I'm the Australian cricket captain, I'd be like, I'm not doing any dodgy commercials about anything. I'm focusing on my fucking job here. I get paid well to play cricket. That's good enough. Hey, Here look, if you want me to put your fucking sticker on my bat, then, yeah, throw money at me. But, no, I'm not going to do a Zoom call about fucking Gillette and shaving and <laughs> Mate, teaching some kid to shave. I'm not doing that. You'll Fuck do it. Okay. Dave Warner actually trolled him online and said, what are you actually shaving there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing. Nice, Gary. Okay, found a, found a financial review article on Pat Cummins. So uh, Cummins earned about $200,000 from endorsements back in 2019 from Gillette. Uh, but his hot form means this will likely rise in the years to come. The paceman could also do with a few lucrative IPL contracts, which he's now got. Uh to catch the the king because 2019 was no, no, before no, no, no. he proved himself. Remember, he was he just coming back from injury in 2019. Yeah. But here's the thing: the, the article literally says the financial review. Facebook could do a few more lucrative IPL contracts to catch up to the cricketing king of the young rich list. Yes, former cricket captain Michael Clark. Yeah. <laughs> Endorser yes! Clark yes! put his playing days pay into property. His eight title portfolio, including a recluse mansion, was valued at thirty-eight million. Oh, young good man! In searches, he has a total wealth of forty-two million, ranking him seventy-first. Yeah, so he's, he's all like, right. he needs to be more like Clarky. So Nostradamo, yep. you didn't read this financial review article, no. but on the back of it, you're like, he reminds me a bit of Clarky. Fucking, they literally said in this financial review they article, they literally compared them. Said, nice, if he wants to be like Clarky. He's got to fucking do more plugs, yeah. and he's done it. So they compared them back then. Twenty, if he wants to be more like Clarky, that's what yeah. he. And this is the this is what we get. Thanks to you. Look at this. Now, are you Cummins happy with this? Portfolio, three million though. You can't see me, but I'm violently pointing at my own monitor right now. Going, yeah. look at this. <laughs> look at what the Australian Test cricket captain is doing out there. What the fuck is going on? We can't Steve, allow this. Steve Smith in nineteen worth thirty one million. Yeah. But Steve Smith, I mean, if you're the best batsman in the that, world, they're no, just, but that was yeah. post the scandal. That's true. That is true. And still had 31 mil in the bank. Why the fuck was he crying in the press conference? Like, that, right? Yeah, that that's the other thing. That you know what, the whole um, sandpaper gate, the whole downfall of the Australian cricket team. It's I'm 
I'm personally lucky that it happened in a foreign tour because, as you know, Greeno, I don't pay as much attention to the foreign tours as when uh, we get visitors here. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm right into the – because Australia for, – for me, I'm a very simple person. Winter is footy. Summer is cricket, you know. I said, Winter I said footy, that to be in our legitimate pre-show. Yep. I said, oh, apparently cricket's going on. I'm like, didn't realise because it's June – I don't give a fuck. Like, it's winter, it's knock, on, yeah. knock on my door in November, and I'll start paying attention to cricket again. That's right, and I, it's not. It's not because I don't care. It's just like it's not in my. I have a limited it's amount not, of time to dedicate season. to sport. Yeah, no. it's right. And look, I'm in the footy season now. Exactly, hundred percent, Greeno. So because that happened on a foreign tour when we were so disgraced, and it was a fucking disgrace, um, and a laughable joke because we've Australia in terms of cricket, has always held themselves to the standard. That's what everyone else does. You know what I mean? We win because we play fucking hard and we play to the rules, but we fucking play aggressive cricket. We try to win every single game. And, you know, we win more than we lose, but then sometimes we lose because we play aggressive cricket and that's the way it goes. And we don't resort to fucking skullduggery and Mike Atherton and fucking all of the English players who have fucking cheated over the years. Triscothic was one of them, wasn't he, I think. Wasn't you know, the South African captain? South Africa. They've all ben fucking done it. The Indians yeah. have done it. The Pakistan. Everyone's fucking done it. But we were the one team. It was like Qantas has never crashed. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were the one team. <laughs> we've never crashed into a mountain. We've never fucking resorted to that kind of behavior. Yeah, we've done we a had. question. No, but we not had. cheating. We just never got caught. Yeah, well, maybe. That might be the fucking. <laughs> nice, Gary. So I've actually repressed. And then it was doubled down. Like, because, you know, Steve Smith, he was blubbering and blabbering and it was a mm. sickening display let's be honest here you know what i mean but like i f- it was one of those things i feel sorry for him yes mm-hmm. but i'm also fucking ashamed of that you know as 30, an australian 32 mil in the bank yeah 30 he banked 32 mil that year mm. so that but that whole affair i kind of repressed into my like you know i'm walking on those memories because because it happened in a foreign country I wasn't really paying attention in the first place. So when it all exploded, I swear to God, when it all exploded, I was like, I don't want to know. <laughs> just tell me just tell me when they're back. So I know the story and stuff. I know loosely the story, but I wasn't, like, engaged in the conversation at the time because, again, it was on a foreign tour. So it was, it, well, I was already coming from a place of, well, who gives a fuck? They're playing overseas. 100%. Yeah. yeah. But, and I know that's wrong, and I hate the fact that they did it, but again, I would have probably if if they had have done that shit like at the SCG or the imagine that shit in a Boxing Day test, boys. Imagine yes, what yes. would have oh. happened. Imagine what would have happened. Place down. We oh. would have had to burn the MCG just for like for the for the purpose of it. Right. So they're lucky that it didn't happen here. <laughs> I mm. actually feel really sorry for was it uh, Banthwaite? Branthwaite? I forget his name. Um. Oh, what was the name of that fucking the third player who never got back? Bancroft. In- oh, Bancroft. Bancroft. Yeah. Bancroft. Because I really liked Bancroft as a player. No, he even he came he's... back and then he because he, he sucked and then he got dropped again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Got, I'd, I'd still give him another go because I like his mentality. Like he's just a fucking uh, ride or die kind of player. He's just like he's all in it and he's gritted teeth. Kind of, I always love those play, kind of players. Can't play the short ball. Can't play the short ball, but he'll take fucking <laughs> fifty. No, but he'll take fifty of them in the face before he gives yeah, up. And you know. Still get out for Seven, that's a problem. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, got to, you do have to score. Changed runs. his name from Bancroft to Ken Playcroft. Nice, Gary. No, don't give that a nice, Gary. That's not a worst, <laughs> Gary. Take that back. All right, what are we ending the show with? 
Uh, that's it. Oh. I think we're done. We're done. Aren't we? We're done. That's it. Oh. That's it. Clyde, how's wanna... the second? How's the second game going, Brad? Uh, can we do a little now. betting wrap up? Like I, I want to do a punning show. I really do. It can be twenty minutes oh. a week. We could do it after the end of the starting block every week. Just record twenty minutes. This bang, show already fucking ends too late, mate. This one did, but if this one did, this one did, but if we if we planned every for Brad's, it, every time Brad's on the show, the show goes fucking four hours. Yeah, it does. Oh, sorry. We like having Brad on. Yeah, it's your fault, bro. No, no, no fuck man. Brad. Like, fuck him. He's a cunt. We like having him on. No, <laughs> no we don't. We hate it. We hate. Hours. We hate Brad. But this is this is Greeno's quote. I hate Brad being on the show because every time he is, we go for an extra hour. <laughs> That's what you just said to everyone without saying it, Greeno. Without saying it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, well, answer your question, mate. West Coast just won by ten over Essendon, and I lost me multi by one disposal. Oh no! no. Give give uh, who was who was the one disposal short? Even Kelly got nineteen. I need to get twenty. Dick. Give him a dick. There we go. Dick move. He yeah. never plays well dick at Kelly. home. Have a have a look at your spreadsheet and tell me how well Tim Kelly plays at home. I reckon he plays better away than he does at home, and he's one of those right. rare players that does. Well, you look at the spreadsheet. That's the point. That's what B sent you. Oh no! no. It's just because he mentioned. <laughs> just because he mentioned Tim Kelly. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. No, what I'm saying is, look at your spreadsheet to see, like, if you can. <laughs> I'm not going to look. I don't even know how to log in. But the whole point was, the whole point was, I don't even know how to fucking open it properly. Okay, that's why I didn't bother. Okay, <laughs> so no, I'm not going to look at this. You look at the fucking spreadsheet. <laughs> no, seriously though. No, I th- Tim Kelly just yes. Tim, Tim Kelly averages the most disposals out of West Coast. Oh. Out of the whole team. In West Coast, though? Like in Perth or away? Uh, they've only played well, one, two, three, four games. Yeah, he's yeah, got his spreadsheet. Yep. Oh, so at Perth. It. Okay, nice. Guy. Still, still nice just, just quickly flick open the DM group chat on Twitter and there's the Giants one in there. Just a bit of a okay. shot. I'll have a look. Oh, two hours ago, Greeno sent me a DM and he said, get off your video game. Um, <laughs> Plugs, plugs. By the way, for I haven't done I haven't done my show for like three weeks now, and it's just from circumstance. I just haven't been able to. So I've been too fucking busy with stuff. There's stuff going on here that you don't understand. Life. There's life happening. Business. It's business. There's life happening. Dame, side note, like I don't mean to open, like open kimono, yeah. but fucking Damo's got a Gillette ad. <laughs> God stuff. <laughs> yeah, we were in there for a second. <laughs> no, we're good. The best, the best a man could get. He's fucking nailed it. That's his annual additions. He's taking his lessons off bat. <laughs> I'm, I'm the best the man. Check out these chisel good looks. I can't get that high one. <laughs> oh, that is a nice little spread. Look at Tom. Isn't Tom Green? Tom Green's going to get fucking stolen by one of the Melbourne teams, man. Oh, God, he's so consistent. Look at this. Tom Green, 31, 34, 29, 17, he got tagged. 34, 25, 24, 26, 27, 18, got tagged again. 21, 30, 32. Tom Green's a fucking star, and he's like 21 years old. He's going to be a he's freak. Played, he's played 13 games, and he's hit 20-plus 11 times. I know, right? That's just a fucking banker, isn't it? He's going to get it. He's gonna, why aren't they tagging him? Are they trying to? Or he's just such a bull in there. He just gets it. I reckon he just gets it. I think they it. try and concentrate more on Taranto, and they just he's been out. It. He's been out the last four games, though. That doesn't explain the last four, where he's got you know twenty one, thirty, thirty two. 
It might get him on the 18. Well, he was, he was out there. Well, Green got 18 and 21. It's probably these lowest ones of the season. And then he, oh. he, um, then he knocked over in 30 and 32. But um, everyone had a big game against North Melbourne. You'll see there Green coming, Canelio. They all got Kelly. over 30. Yeah, Kelly 41 yeah, Kelly. against Adelaide. Jesus Christ. That's the one that, that Himmelberg got 37 at the back. Uh, no, that was North, wasn't it? Against yeah, so I said yeah, North Melbourne. Those those five players got over thirty disposals. Ah, right. Yep. Fucking incredible. Yep. Toby anyway, Green seven will... seven goals in a losing game. That can't. And they lost. Very yeah. Often. No. But um, yeah, that'll make you some money if you learn how to log into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you bothered to open the fucking spreadsheet. That was B's polite way to go. If you bother to open your fucking spreadsheet, you might make some money. Okay. Well, now I'm going to have <laughs> to fucking log That's why we always make it. sure that B bets over the weekend because he normally wins money I'm fucking rubbish during the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're great. You're great normally, but you always win his money on the weekend. So I normally rush a morning bet to make sure you're up uh, after me. So It's interesting you're 20. Baseball it's, tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's interesting looking at the 20 plus to 25 plus column because they, they, I imagine that there must be players in other teams. Like, so Kelly, for example, right? He has 11 mm. 20 pluses and 10 25s. So it's a bit like the 50 to 100 conversion rate, isn't it? Because if you get to 20, then there's certain players, if they get to 20, they're getting 25. But if they don't get to 20, they're not, you know what I mean? They're like, if it's 20 yeah. plus, it's 20 plus plus. But if it if it's not close, then it's not fucking close because they're probably tagged out of the game. So I just wonder how many other players there are who get like 20 plus 25 and have that like, because he's got 11 20 plus and then 10 20 plus five. That's ridiculous. That means he has a big game. When he when he has a game, it's a big one, and it, it happens more often than not. And if he doesn't if he oh. doesn't have a game, it's like his highs are high and consistent, but his lows are very very low. You know. You um, the top of the table for disposal averages in the entire league is um, Clayton Oliver with thirty three. He's an, he's and, a freak, isn't he? Because he he he's a, Greeno. Do you know who Clayton Oliver is? I, I know because I've looked at the spreadsheet. Oh, well, no. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen him though? Like, have you seen him? I haven't. No. Okay, it's Clayton Oliver is like this guy. He's skinny. Remember how skinny as a rake you were as a kid, Greeno? He's Still like, am. yeah, he, surely. No, nah, but you're a bit more. You're a bit more bulky now these days. Though. You've got I a bit of muscle. My heroin on chic days. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Oh, in the days when we would play backyard cricket and you couldn't bowl because you'd keep throwing your fucking shoulder, like literally dislocating your shoulder every time you fucking bowl. And you'd have to pop it back in. Literally was telling uh, B.E. and Troy about that story last night about my constant <laughs> shoulder dislocations. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, it's 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 similar to that, right? And I forget my point. Nice, Gary! Well, the point was that he's played 14 games and 13 of those have been 25-plus. Uh-huh. He doesn't have yeah. He doesn't have a bad day. And then the second in the entire league is... is oh, sorry. I remember the point. Post. Sorry, sorry. Before you yeah. go on the second. So I remember the point. Clayton Oliver is a freak, Greeno, because he's skinny as a... He's this kind of skinny as a rake kind of fucking... Uh, he's a ginger, right? He, he doesn't look like he should be the kind of player who should get fucking 30 disposed... Because he's also... Isn't he one of the number one contested possessions as well? Like, so the balls that he does get, they're actually, like, hard won. Like, he gets in there and fucking yeah. just rips it out of there. Um, and he won twos and he's down the field into open space. Right. Everyone else just runs through the middle. 
So what he does, right, he's this skinny as a rake ginger kid, basically, who just throws himself into a contest against bigger players, grabs, he gets the ball against the odds, passes it to someone else, and then fucking sprints in the other direction and then gets the ball back. He's an absolute fucking freak. Clayton Oliver. Like, what's his average? 33? That's nuts. 33.8. Yeah. That's nuts. What's the next best? Uh, Rory. Look at the spreadsheet. It's right there. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at a I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a screenshot of the spreadsheet that BE sent me for the Giants. Open the fucking spreadsheet. No, here's the thing. We got we got three, you you boys both have bonus bets left, right? In no, no, account? I used yeah. mine on uh, Lance no, Stroll the other week. We, we got a new one. No, firstly, you didn't. You bet out of the actual money. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, which is fine because we balanced it out. But okay. secondly, no, we got a new bonus bet. So this week, use the spreadsheet. Go nuts. Fucking earn us some like money. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, now yeah. I know. Now I know it's someone who's actually keeping the stats and not some like gimmicky fucking betting site. Hey, we've got the formula. You know, because that's what I thought it was. I'm sorry. Man. I just right. assume that shows that shows the averages per disposal. Yeah. So you've got Rory Laird second, Rory Laird second, Darcy Parish third, Sam Walsh, Jack McRae, Lockie Neal, and Bailey Sniff. Bailey Smith's a good fucking player too. Another Melbourne. No, 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 no. Bailey Bailey Sniff. Oh, oh. Sniffy Sniff. Oh, Sniffy Sniff. <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. <laughs> Bailey Sniff. <laughs> Thank you. Jordan Dabooey. Jordan Dabooby. Okay. All right. So, Damo, remember how you were saying about 25 minutes ago to be nice to do a 20-minute show about betting to the fucking wrap We just up did it. Like, we just fucking did it. Nice, just, Gary. Just nice, it. Gary. All right. Plugs, so, we're going to do it every week now, here. aren't we? We're going to do it every week now, the betting show as at the as, end. As long as BE joins us at the arse end. Okay. Might even do kind of we'll send everyone. We'll send all our listeners the spreadsheet and they can watch along at home. <laughs> Follow along at home. No, you're not sharing. No, you got to put the work in, guys. <laughs> like like Brad yeah. Brad does, not me. <laughs> I don't even open the link. But you got to put the work in, like he does. Plugs. Do some plugs and get the hell out of here. All right, we're doing, doing some plugs. He's very Greeno's got to go. He's very pissed. Let's go. So yes, I am doing a show tomorrow. <laughs> but what I'm doing, what I'm doing, Greeno, is I'm not actually doing a show. I'm just doing a game stream. So I'm going to play. Uh, Total War Rome 2, which is a game I got four days ago, and I checked my Steam Steam account. You know, when you're on Steam, you can see the hours that you've played. Mm-hmm. So I've played 120 hours of this game in four days. I don't even know where the time goes, to be honest. No, when I got it. That's not possible, mate. Hang on. There's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Well, then it must. Oh no! Right. So hang on. You know what? I'm going to bring it up right now. How many hours have I played, and when did I get it? It was something nuts. Well, that means you didn't sleep for five days. Well, I mean, <laughs> the the day I got it, I literally stayed up till four in the morning. Yeah, but you need to have You've been, been playing working. this nonstop. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know, I know. Five days. The stats and Lady Boogie's been in there playing it while you've been. Hang on, I'll get shops. you. I'll get you the actual stats. I'll get you the actual. We stats. don't need the actual stats. Do the fucking plugs. Let's go home, man. No, no, no. All right. So we're, uh, I'm playing that game tomorrow. I've, look, I've played it a fucking lot. Okay. That's it. Maybe I got it five. Maybe I got it five or six days ago. I don't know, but I can't play every day, so it feels like I've done a lot of fucking. I've look. It's I've you know I haven't done actually a lot. Actually, I haven't played this game much. A hundred hours is not much these days. Greeno, there's some freaks on YouTube who are like, yeah, look, 
you can watch my videos because I've put like you know three thousand hours into this or two thousand hours into this. And it's like wow, yeah, hundred hours is a lot when it's done in four days, mate. Yeah. No, well then it must be more than four days. It must be a week. I guarantee it's more than four days, mate. Yeah. It's definitely more than four days of mathematically possible. <laughs> no, D- Damon's got a DeLorean. He's fucking jumped in it. He's I made did. the flight. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go back and, like, have an awkward conversation with my mum? Nah, you know, that. mate. I'm going to play video games for 100 hours instead. You know, mate, I'm, ter- I'm terrible at time in that sense. Like, I, every Green, man, Green, I'll tell you, every story is like, ah, oh, it was like five years ago or 10 years. And Green is like, man, that was fucking last week. You know, what are you doing? I'm like, well, it's just, I, I'm not very good at placing things. I can, mate, yeah, I can mate, tell you, you the, the, I can tell you, know you the, the details of, of the that, thing, of but story? I can't, I can tell we you the details of the thing, ago. but I can't tell you when it happened. <laughs> two hours ago. Two we hours. Two hours ago where we said, hey man, <laughs> this happened two weeks ago. You're like, no, it was a month ago. I'm like, no, it was two weeks ago. I know. And you, and you already forgot that we talked about something an hour ago. We talked about how you forgot something that happened two weeks ago. I know. Because that's just the kind of guy I am, man. I don't really remember the date. Very well. Pretty sure he forgot we had a show tonight too. Dates, minutes, yeah, I was hours, 10 minutes seconds. Fucking- but I'm not tardy though. Like I show up on time if there's a pre-booked thing, except for tonight. I didn't show up on time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the exception to the rule. The, the example you used was exactly what happened tonight. Well done. Okay. Now I'm looking. Now I'm looking at my stats. Okay. I have played 117.9 hours. What's the period? Surely they're going to show you the period you've played it over. Yeah, I'm trying to find like when did when did I download this it? This is fucking riveting. Like no wonder we're big in Vietnam and Malaysia. It's kind of tricky because I downloaded I've I've downloaded like DLCs, so it shows me when I downloaded my last DLC, but it doesn't show me when I downloaded the first one, which is a little bit. Upsetting. Well, you've already got some resentment about your gamer stream from Ambelina. I can see here in the comments, Damo. Why? What did Ambelina say? Well, she's like, well, it's been so long since you've done a show and you're just fucking doing a gaming stream. I know because, you know why? Because, I, you know, I haven't. Busy. Yeah, I've been busy and I been haven't. Been busy doing 110 hours over four days but, on the gaming. But the thing is, the thing is, Amber, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this game and then still talk shit while I'm doing it. So it's not going to be all bad. I mean, it's, there's ancient history involved. So we'll be able to make jokes about, you know, uh, the homosexuals in ancient history. I mean, it's going to be fun, you know. We can talk about, did you know this about the Spartans, Greeno, that they had a, a forced homosexuality in Sparta? Did you know Why that? would I know that? Why would Why you know, know that? that? Because At that's that's the whole point. On a fucking Friday night, mate. That's the whole point. Nobody knows that. But all exactly. they know is like all the war and the fighting and they're such good fighters in the war. And it's like, yeah, but they also had forced homosexuality as part of the rules. So I don't know if they're like that good. You know, I don't know if I'd be down with that. Like optional homosexuality. All right. Well, whatever. Do what you do. That was Athens, you see. Mm. But Sparta was like, no, they took the 12 year old boys and assigned them to a, a, an older man to fuck them. Like as part of their training, like they, well, they were nuts. It's behind the sexuality. It's pedophilia, but anyway, that is. Well, <laughs> actually, technically, it's technically it's pederasty, Greeno. <laughs> Whatever you want to fucking label it. Have you done your plugs? Can we get out of here? All right, that was so, the plug. That was the plug. <laughs> that was the plug. So tune in tomorrow for more and pederasty what? talk. Um, and we, uh, you probably won't remember this, but we did half talk about possibly doing a sporadic show tomorrow. Oh During yeah! Oh, what sort of show? I, I thought we were just gonna like talk on Discord. I didn't know we were gonna stream it or anything. Can do that too. Why not? Yeah, okay. fuck it. 
Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. We'll see. I'll be around tomorrow. I'm doing fuck all. I'm just watching football all day. I'm going to do a stream in the morning. We're going to play uh, Total War of Rome and just, cool. you know, fuck around. And then I'll be around during the day. So if you want to watch the right. footy or whatever. Yep. Yeah. We'll do that. Let's do Swans are on tomorrow night against St Kilda. That'll be a good game. Yeah, probably will. Saints need to prove themselves after last week. Sounds like a good conversation to have tomorrow. <laughs> Greeno's been pushing for half an hour to get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> Greeno's on a promise, I think. Yeah, I think Gre- Greeno was exhausted before I started the fucking show, and yeah. we're three hours in, so. Check out these chisel good looks. <laughs> See you guys next week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth?